I don't even want to talk. I just want to let it ride. Just leave it on the table. Uh. You know what? Yeah. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another Fly Casual. Tonight, we are celebrating all things 90s. We are about to bring you the rhythm and the rhyme on another Fly Casual. Let's get ready to wrinkle! See, I, I I just admitted this to everybody in the studio, but I did not know that song was by Marky. I'm not even going to say by. From Marky, Marky Mark, Mark and the Funky Bunch. Because I'm going to say this till the day I die. The dude rapping in that song sounds like he has pants on. So I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. He doesn't have a shirt on. No shirt. That's for sure. Um, you couldn't tell from the funky part of the, the song? The, the, that the bunch had the bunch gone funky? funky. I don't think Marky yeah. Mark had a shirt on throughout the 90s. I don't I, but he spent a lot of time without pants on, too. Yeah, that's right. Underwear. Yeah. He was just he like was an underwear man. He underwear. had his Kelvin Kleins hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> so to speak. So to speak. Yeah. There um, I yeah. when he was up there with the funky bunch. Here's the thing. When okay, so when Donnie Wahlberg's little brother decides, I want to quit punching, you know, Asian people on the street and I want to be Whoa. famous too. Wow. That's Racist. a thing. Look it up. What? Look it up. Mark Wahlberg had a past, yo. And he decided, I want to be famous, too. And so he got new kids on the block. And then you got his little brother, new kid's little brother, shows up with some random people and underpants. And that was called Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. (laughs) And even in the 90s, we knew that that was the dumbest name Mm. ever. (laughs) Yeah. And I want to know what record exec came up with that idea. That was that was not that was a paint by numbers <laughs> job, like if ever there yeah, was. I mean, New yeah. Kids was. Yeah, sure was. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, he doesn't go by the Funky Bunch or Marky Mark. Yeah, he doesn't. Anymore. I don't think he goes by Marky Mark anymore. He's past that. Yeah, I think no, now he's he just a famous goes by, actor now. No, he's a famous producer. He's a, he's a famous actor. He's a high rolling Act- producer these days. Actor slash producer. Yeah. He's Slash high, musician. High rolling. He's an executive producer on the TV show The Shooter based on the movie, he, based uh, on probably a book or well, something. Well, he was in the movie. Based on he the, was movie in the movie he was in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> According okay. to him, he does movies like Transformers with the big paycheck yeah. so he can do the little stuff. It's the meaningful stuff. The me- Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let's like the other guys. Too hard. Like Scoob. Which, which one's Scoob. the one that's on uh, Blue... Uh, Blue Bloods. That's Blue Bloods. that is that is uh, Donnie, Donnie Wahlberg. Donnie. That's Big Bro. Who basically, when he was done setting hotel couches on fire, got his act together. Uh, what the heck? Anorexed up and showed up in his underpants in the Sixth Sense, where <laughs> I would say ninety percent of the film going audience didn't even recognize him because he was all skinny and all oh, right. Yeah, that's still a film looking. I've never even seen. I had no idea that Donnie Wahlberg was in that. Movie. You know, I didn't what? spoil it because he's in like the first five minutes. Yeah. All right. What's, oh, he's, what's he's Robert gets Wahlberg killed or up to? Right? You've never seen Six no. Sense? Never seen Six Sense. Not. <laughs> like, why do you keep, why do you keep, doing... <laughs> why, why do you even exist? I don't know. I don't know why I'm here. <laughs> How did I was you asked to do a Star Wars Saturday podcast. Night Live in the, in the 2000s. I don't understand. That was every joke on every, every TV joke. show. Yeah, ever. seriously. Mike has not I gotten see every dead joke. People. All, all the jokes oh. from 1998 to 2001 lost on Mike. 
Completely. I see dumb people. They don't even know they're dumb. <laughs> they think they're smart like regular people. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Fly Casual. I'm your basement proprietor, Mr. Corey T. Wilson. On my left, across from me, is the Michael stupidest J. stupidest man Arch- in the world who's never seen the sixth sense, or, Michael J. Archibald. Or <laughs> The Office, or uh, Band of Brothers, or, or well, a lot of people haven't seen Community, and that's okay. I feel like it's an exclusive club. Okay. It's a quiet taste. Yeah. It's a, well, yeah. I first two seasons hey, Mike will be crying it takes laughing. me a while I I usually sit back and listen to you guys see whenever I do my dockets it's usually stuff that you guys have already <laughs> explained wait wait wait, and- wait 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 no you're like round four Mm-hmm. It's usually Garrick, then Howie, then me, <laughs> yeah, then, then me. you. Yes, right. Or it's, it's Garrick, then me, then you, and mm-hmm. Howie's off watching weird <laughs> Korean subtitles. Yes. <laughs> well, or to that, be fair, right. you, you you have to check that somebody else watched it after me. Make sure it's in some cases. <laughs> Look, my docket tonight. Admit. <laughs> my docket tonight came from a recommendation directly from you. But we'll but, get to uh, that. You know, I, from I'm me. Sure, it's always Garrick first. It, well, yeah, yeah, it's no, absolutely Garrick first. Yeah. Garrick consumes, consumes all media, all media. All time. yes, because right. he um, has um, he has Hermione's time turner. <laughs> it's the only <laughs> viable explanation. This. Yes, mm-hmm. over there, master control, my Steve Dowie. Yes, I'm here, and uh, I'm excited that Garrick can actually join us. I thought he was going to die. Yeah, almost died. Garrick oh, almost bad. died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He so, caught whatever uh, Mike had last time. Mm. Yeah. I, yeah. I caught the uh, bad the hummus, <laughs> the bad stomach bugs, oh, the forgetties. 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 Garrick had a case of the green apple two step, mm-hmm. uh, the uh, the sergeant slaughters, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. stomach clench, mud butt, mud butt, mud butt. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. All that. Hershey squirts, the whole nine yep. yards. Yep. Delicious. All that. But he's here. He's low he's energy, but here. he's here. That's commitment, here. Mike. Let's do it. That's what that's what it looks like. Look, man. Even he remembers. Garrick was on the precipice of his own mortality, and he I'm still actually- dragged himself a brown streak through the house up into his chair <laughs> to be on his podcast. And you're just like, I forgot. My mom did a thing. She did a thing. I, my I wa- came home. My I wife brought my bed. computer to the ICU ward. <laughs> Recording. Yeah, I didn't do that. He's got a saline drip right now. Oh, don't worry. Yeah. Oh, it's, all, it's all good. It'll go on Wait, in a minute. Hold on. Hurry. Howie, say three, two, one. He'll come back. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. Three, two, Much one. better. Oh, good he recording. Sat, he sat bolt right up in bed and went, recording. Uh, I'm still here. That's Garrick, who's across the irradiated pond and down a few. Yep. Down, down a few um, uh, 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 cc's of fluids. Yep, I'm, Apparently. I'm hydrating back with some uh, bourbon. So oh, there you go. That helps. That's how you do it. <laughs> I'm having Canadian hydration well, tonight. This is how we do it. That is. This, this is, is how, how we do, we do the docket. Do 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 docket. I thought we were going to be Rickrolled for a second. All the 90s. I'm going first because I'm going to get mine out of the way. I watched The King of Staten Island. Oh, you did? I did. Okay. I'm kind of anxious to hear this. Um, it's you got know, that dude you hate. This is so yeah. Pete Davidson. Awesome. Yeah, and I don't understand Pete Davidson's fame at all. I don't either. 
at all. Uh, and yeah, that's I'm the kind of you know. So right Judd up, Judd Apatow movie. All right, you have sixty percent interest for me because he's got some that I don't yep. get into. Yeah, but he's got some that I love a lot. But then Marissa Tomei, I'm there. Um, Bill there Burr, go. I'm there with yep, bells yep. on. Right. Pete Davidson is the lead. Oh. Uh, well, I guess I need to intellectually understand what happened. <laughs> That's kind of how it can, I honestly do not. I've only seen Pete Davidson like, you know, limp to the barn in some SNL sketches. That's it. Right. And I know that he was banging the chick. What was from the Pearl he Harbor bangs all kinds of chicks. Right. Man. And Katie I'm like, Perry? I don't get Pete I Davidson. So I watch either. this movie. I like Pete Davidson now. Oh. All right. I want to see more good stuff like this because Saturday Night Live does not make any sense to me. It doesn't in general now, but it doesn't. Him and Saturday Night Live, even in its whatever it's trying to be right now, doesn't make sense to me. I don't get mm-hmm. how those two things are the, go together. They right. don't. Is he even in that cast anymore? I don't even know. Uh, last I mean, time I, I watched Saturday Night Live, sometime in the last year, he was on it. That's okay. all I know. All right. And he was like, and he like for for a scene that was going horribly, he was like the bottom rung. Like he limped into it, and I was just like, nice. but he he seemed so aware of it. That's the one thing I'll give him. Yeah. He's like, he's like, well, this really sucks, <laughs> but I'm in it. According to Wikipedia, it says he is still okay. at Saturday Night Live. Still at Saturday Night Live. There you go. I uh, I like this movie a lot. Okay. This now, would the pre- be this the premise would be the- of this is uh, has something to do, and it's semi pseudo autobiographical, semi pseudo biographical. Okay, so Pete Davidson's dad, I believe, was a firefighter who yes. died nine eleven. Yes, and he's playing a dude who's in his mid twenties, whose father was a firefighter and died not in nine eleven, but in a fire, and he's basically a screw up. He's uh, you know like his mom, played by Marissa Tomei, says he has ADD. Uh, and like he <laughs> takes drugs. He wants to be a tattoo artist. His dream is to open up a tattoo restaurant. <laughs> All right, where you can eat food while watching people get tattoos. Oh, oh, tell Mike about his tattoos. Uh, <laughs> wait, which ones? The ones he gives. Oh, the ones he gives. Well, I don't want well, to give it away. Gives... Okay. I uh, I will say he tries to give a like a ten year old or a nine year old kid a tattoo. Yeah, and he's, and like he's sitting there. The kid walks up, he's like, "Oh, tattoo!" And they're like, "Oh, you want one, little man?" Because his friends won't let him tattoo him anymore. He's not very good. <laughs> you want nice. one, little man? He's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Now wait, do I have your consent?" <laughs> and the kid's like, "Yeah." And they're like, "Good enough for me." And he just starts tattooing the kid. The kid's like, "Ow, stop!" That's the way. The kid just got like a line tattooed on his arm, and runs away. <laughs> that sets up the actual plot of the movie, even though you're like twenty, thirty minutes in at this point. <laughs> Um, it's a great movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, it's not a coming of age story. It's a, it's a, we missed the coming of age boat. It already sank somewhere. Right. (laughs) And so it's the coming to grips with reality movie. Okay. And in that regard, I mean, I loved it. I loved the heck out of this movie. I want my wife to watch it because she likes anything with firefighters. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't understand why. (laughs) Um, but like. It's, you know, like Bill Burr comes into the picture. He's a firefighter. And of course, they don't they don't really get along. He starts dating his mom and stuff. And it but it's like without ever being too sappy or serious or on the nose, it's one of those like kind of almost like redemption stories that you don't really get redemption at the end. You just get there's been enough growth that things are going to be okay Mm. and it's over. Okay. Like Mm. there's no happy ending. It's just like it's like okay things are hopeful now and that is the happy ending because this dude never had it sure and so i don't you know i don't think i'm spoiling too much even saying that it's really just scene by scene the dialogue and pete davis is great 
He is great. He says most some of the most hilarious stuff in the most <laughs> ban- ban- banal way. Mm-hmm. That yeah. it's just, I mean, it, it's like that. The trio good. of them, oh my Bill god, Burr, Pete Davidson and Marissa Tomei, like whenever they're interacting with each other in any combination, it's just gold. Yes, so great. Yes, well, yeah, well, even him and his friends though. Yeah, cracked me up. like in the basement, his kids trying to score some weed off them or whatever through the basement window. And he's like, he's like, man, he's like, he's like, your brother's, your brother's a douche. So normally before you'd be 30, but I only got three of these. So you got to pay 60 for three. Cause the kid wants to buy six. No, he's buying Xanax. Was it Xanax? I don't know. Something. Yeah. Some, some, but joke. it's like $10 a pill, but the dude's going to charge this random kid that came by in the upper road. He just wants to charge him for six, even though they only have three. They're literally like picking up pills off the coffee table, looking at them, trying to make sure they're the right ones and stuff. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, three, but your your brother sucks, so I'm trying, you're paying for six. And he's like, no way. And this guy's like, man, let me see your shoes. I'm not giving my shoes, man. He's, he's making fun of their friend. They're like, whoa, you don't make fun of him. We make fun of him. You know, this dude, he's like, man, he, he's not even tall enough to ride roller coasters. <laughs> like, it's just that kind of like stupid banter, like you get in a Judd Apatow movie, but in a story that is so controlled like it doesn't feel like a, the things that i've complained about judd apatow movies 40 year old virgin aside where like it just seems like they did 80 takes and took the funniest one this movie doesn't try to do that there's definitely a little bit of improv here or there but it feels like a very intentional and well-directed ride the whole way through i wouldn't call it a comedy by any stretch but it's hilarious yeah it's not mm-hmm. a comedy but like it a is dark comedy it is a dark, well, a dark comedy not drama dark, a dark but, dramedy yeah. Kind of, it, I loved it, loved it, and so yeah. Garrick recommended that was the only reason why I finally got off my butt to watch it, even though <laughs> it's got two of my favorite people in it. What's the name of that movie again? King of Staten Island. King of Staten Island. Big recommend Netflix for Netflix or or Amazon. I can't. I've, I have forgotten where I watched yeah. that. Is yeah. the on truth. one of those streaming services. Yep. How's next? It's me. So I um, realized I needed. Some catching up to do because there's some movies that I hadn't seen. Hey, that's my thing. In a particular franchise. Hey, you're still in my thing. I enjoy enjoy a lot. How he finally watched Empire Strikes Back. I finally watched um, Empire Strikes Back and uh, What'd you think? (laughs) A New Hope. I only watched Return of the Jedi. That's the only one I watched. But you saw that Um, one before. What was a mean setup? But not not as good as Last Jedi, right? I mean. Empire's okay, I guess. Yeah, it's okay. No, go back. I watched <laughs> some of the Alien franchise movies. Woo, right? Alien! Alien! The first movie I ever watched in this uh, franchise was Aliens. A lot of dudes oh. our age, I think, would have that to say. Uh, I, I just want to say before you get That's into this, me. I've never seen even one Alien movie, not one. Jeez, <laughs> oh, why? <laughs> the hell? Corey just threw shit at me. I did. I hit him in the forehead. <laughs> Not one. I, I, how he just took his head off done. and left. He's, he's over. I'm still throwing shit at Mike. That's a crime. I know. I've, they're in my cues. I just have never got around to they're it. They're in oh my, my cues. They are. It, it, the first sailing's like Here's one of the best movies ever made. Down and disgust, and I haven't seen them all yet. I agree. The first alien is one of the best movies of all time. So I hadn't seen the first one. I think until you, you and I, you I watched it with you. Yeah. Um. And so that's when I really started because I watched Aliens and that's the only one I had seen for the longest of time. And and then I watched Alien with you and then I watched Alien. It was the, 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 the more recent one. Prometheus? Covenant? Covenant. Covenant. Yeah. 
I watched Alien Covenant. I'm like, I love all these. They're different styles of movies. Each one, yeah, dramatically different. Um, but thematically, they're very similar, mm-hmm. right? So, mm-hmm. but so I'm like, man, I, I haven't watched Prometheus. I haven't watched Alien 3, and I hadn't watched Alien Resurrection. So I binged those. Yeah. In three nights. In that order? Nice. Or did Prome- you go Prometheus, in- Alien 3. So you watched them in chronological order, skipping the ones you'd seen. Yes. Interesting. Well, Alien 3 would have been last if you watched them in chronological order. No, because no. no, that would be the release order. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Chronological. Prometheus Isn't Covenant, is the first. Promethean Covenant. Are first, Prometheus right? is first, then Covenant, then yes. Alien. Yep. Aliens, yep. Alien then 3, then Alien, Alien Resurrection. Resurrection. And yep. so, a new one that's coming out sometime in the next sometime, couple of years. Yeah. So I, you know, part of the reason I don't think I ever watched those is because th- those three movies in particular get a, a bad rap. Um, yep. I think and so. justifiably so in some regards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But knowing that I feel have, I feel the same way about alien franchise as I do about the Terminator franchise. Yep. <laughs> I will watch any of those. Yep. It doesn't matter how bad it is. Doesn't and matter. I will be entertained and enjoy it. Hey, Fox is putting out mm-hmm. uh, a Terminator show and it's got the girl. What was in Firefly? <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's great. I love it. Yeah. So <laughs> man, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of those three movies as terrible as they are. <laughs> yeah. I, I enjoy them. All the way through, even Alien Resurrection, which got really creepy <laughs> and weird at points. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm enjoying the creepy weirdness of yep. this. Um, and man, um, I saw that in theaters. Yeah. The only one oh, I wow. saw in theaters. Wow. It, with my high school girlfriend, I believe. <laughs> I think it was high school. Interesting date movie. <laughs> uh, I think it was my turn to pick. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, you're never picking again. <laughs> Now, I haven't watched any of the Alien Predator stuff. I don't think I've seen any of those. The, those, those are and, not worth it. They're not worth it. I, the, yeah, it's, it's like, for some reason, I just don't have a desire to. to well, it's but. like they don't fall They don't fall chronologically in a way that makes any sense. They're yeah. non-canon. They're, yeah, they're non-canon. They're, <laughs> right. they're not. Somewhat. They're not. They're, they're like set in like present day Antarctica. The first one was or something. I don't know. It's, the first one's bad but it's still enjoyable as a stupid action movie yeah. the second one's just there's no redemption yeah alien versus predator uh abp2 i don't know i don't know some I didn't word see it. after that first one wasn't good enough for to warrant a second one so i didn't bother <laughs> but it I was, mean, it was right. cool because aliens were fighting predators there you had that yeah. but again i know i've said this before i'm not a big predator fan so i'm just like can aliens fight just anybody else because i don't care about the predator but it was well, all right. The, the the biggest thing I like about the Alien franchise movies is the like, nobody believes that there's going to be a big problem until there really is, and it's too late. <laughs> yep. And they're all going to die. Yep. Except for a few or yep. one. Nailed it. <laughs> you know, and and it's just I don't know. There's something enjoyable about to me. As most everyone here all knows, I'm not a big, huge, like, horror person. I, It's not so much. They're not horror movies. They're suspense action movies. But that, that's the thing. And that's where I really at, make at, the, If they're action movies. Yeah, I mean, because a lot <laughs> of people more. define, like, Alien as a, a horror film, in a sense. And it's more just the, the suspenseful, either with action or just with. I mean, there's action, I suppose, in Alien. Yeah. 
to some degree, but um, but not a lot. But not a lot. No. And, and I enjoy that. I enjoy the suspensefulness. Um, and and so that's that's my little horror. Dip my toe in. You dip in, your toe in the horror. In the horror. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. It's a good, it's a good place to start. That's, that's a special a, kind of that's website. That's a good quote no, for a 90s a, episode. Whoa. But that's that's really as far as I like to go. I'm like, yes, I like to like be a little as scared is not the right word. It's just like, oh, edge of your seat almost kind of like who's going to get their head bit off next. Every day, <laughs> every day with my kid when I'm like, you know what I want to watch? She goes, Alien 3? Because we've only watched like a half hour of it and she wants to finish it. My 10 year old. Yeah. Who's oh, obsessed with the Alien franchise. It's got Charles Dance in it, right? <laughs> Tywin Lannister? Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, the only person I ever think of other than Sigourney Weaver, it's got the dude what played Rock on that well, Fox show called Rock. <laughs> I, 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 what I find the most hilarious about that movie is that you think he's going to be a major character mm-hmm. in this film until he isn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like, I'm like halfway through. Yeah. And he's oh. not the main bad guy, which is very weird for me. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he's always the main bad guy. Which, to, to be quite honest, he actually played, he was a shining light in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. He was actually, like, kind of in control. Yeah. Like, he was being reasonable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 100%. I love that film. I yeah. know people dog on it, and no, I know I, I know really. it. I get why it's boring for some people, but the thing is, it's boring in the same way that the first movie was. And if nobody, I don't hear that many people complain that the first movie's boring, even though it's slow. But mm-hmm. I mean, it's Ridley Scott. It's gonna be slow. But the third one was boring visually, and I think that's the bigger problem. It has the pace yeah. of the first film, but the visualness is so washed out. It's like the whole thing takes place in a parking garage. It is kind of boring. Yeah. Weren't the, weren't the aliens like CGI in some scenes too, instead of the practical monster effect? Yes. I believe so. It's yeah, been that, so long. That kind of took me out <laughs> of it. Yeah. Like they've always been these derpy puppets there's, attacking there's people. The, hey, they're not derpy. They're amazing and dripping with goo. I mean, yeah. they're amazing puppets yeah, dripping right. goo. They're Everything yeah. shaped like a wiener. Well, especially the one they're swimming through water. Oh, yeah. The, that, then cu- then uh, Resurrection yeah. had a lot of that roughness. Yeah. But then you get the big puppet at the end where you're like, what the hell am I looking at? <laughs> nice. Nice. This Garrett. swallows up Scorny Weaver. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Mama? <laughs> Garrick, what's on your docket? Well, I uh, I watched a doco. That's a, um, you know, entertainment slang for a documentary. Wait, where does doco come from? She wouldn't be Daku? Da- I watched a doku. A doku Mitsu? A dakumitsu. Onegaishimasu. Yeah. So uh, I watched a documentary on the old Netflix called uh, Audrey. You seen uh-huh, this? You would. Heard about this? <laughs> I would. Yeah. Because it's a documentary about the uh, life and in, in times-ish of uh, Audrey Hepburn. Yeah. My wife my wants wife. to watch this with me. It's one of my favorite actresses of all time. A lot of good movies. It's. It's a it's a pretty sweet documentary because a lot of the voiceover is her Audrey Hepburn herself. Oh, really? Uh, doing an interview about her life, so they kind of show. Which she has uh, not done that many of. No, this I th- it, I think this is from one um one interview, okay. like one long interview, and that's basically like all they had. But they had wow. it, 
like I didn't know a lot of this her uh her before she became famous life. Like she was in uh I think it was uh Denmark or not Denmark, Holland when the Nazis took over. Mm-hmm. So she is basically like a, a kid. They didn't have anything to eat and she like was basically starving to death until the Americans came and like liberated everything. Now, am I right? Was she like a ballerina at that point? Or yeah. She was be, trying yeah. after that where she was trying to be a ballerina, but um, I guess they said she was too tall or something like that. Like she, <laughs> she would never make it as a ballerina, even though that was what she loved most uh, gotcha. at the time. Yeah. Eventually she kind of fell into acting and then uh, the first big movie she had to lead, American movie she had a lead role in was uh, uh, Roman Holiday and she won an Oscar her first time out. Yep. Which was pretty crazy. And yeah, a target so, on her back. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, yeah, so that got me so they go all the way through her life and then even into after she had retired she went to move to like Italy and uh, some other European countries and to live out the rest of her life. But then she like started doing like all this humanitarian yep. uh, stuff for UNICEF like basically fundraising their whole operation herself by going on TV and saying, Hey, you know, you should give money. And everyone's like, Oh, Audrey Hepburn, let's, let's give a lot of money. <laughs> My paycheck. So, it's it's it, just disappeared. Yeah. She'd travel the world to like, uh, all these, uh, developing countries and, and, uh, raise awareness. So it's, it's like really touching at the end. Cause she had like all through her life. She had, I mean, she yeah, she was this glamorous movie star. She had all this money, but she her love life was really crap through most of her life and and she wasn't really way, in the game that long no she she didn't really do that many movies because yeah. uh she kind of retired afterward because she had a kid and she's like i want to take care of my kid you know mm-hmm. I've, i'm away too much and i just this is all i wanted from life was just to have a child and have that love because it's really sad because her dad uh, left them prior to uh, the Nazi invasion oh, okay. and they never know knew what happened to him until oh, no. later on. And her mother like gave her crap all the time. And like, she was basically almost, they made it seem like she was never loved by anybody her whole life. Wow. <laughs> Lord. Yeah. It was, it's really sad, but it, it's cool. Cause she's, you can kind of, she brings out that sadness in her characters. Mm-hmm. A lot of her characters are almost, almost tragic. And at least at one point. The thing the about her, the thing about her acting is that she had like the poison grace, not poison grace, poise and grace. It took me a second. That you would <laughs> see from from what you would expect to be like normal, normally like a small vixen with like fragility, right? Like mm-hmm. some, but she's not. She has the poison grace and like this like silent fire, like this yeah. like dynamic. Uh, I don't know, je ne sais quoi. Uh, yeah, she like she basically created a, a new like uh, i don't know i don't i can't remember how they phrased it but basically they you know they have the bombshell and that the was a new type of blonde, yeah they had the the you know the the really beautiful like buxom women and yeah. they, they were the main leads but when she came along she's like this wafy uh elfish looking lady that has yeah like you're saying she has this grace and poise that you're just like, oh man, she's like otherworldly. But like, it's like, I, it's I, grace and poise, and the key is the the something else. It's yeah. grace and poise, and you know, I called it fire, but I mean, it really, it's like it's just this like dy- dynamism that's just yeah, it's just, not really quantifiable. You could tell she is deeper than 
yeah the surface <laughs> like way yeah. deeper there's some going on in there and that's yeah. what was intriguing about a lot of her characters like you wanted to know what was going on with them mm-hmm. and so yeah i thought there's there are some points in the movie where it gets kind of artsy and you're like eh, okay whatever but <laughs> overall it, it, i thought it was a really good retelling of her life and made me made me kind of feel sad for her but then happy at the end so yay yeah, check it out <laughs> Yay, the happy feels better when it comes from the sad. Mm-hmm. Mike Dockerizes. So wait a minute. That was a documentary or it is yeah. a biopic? It's a new documentary. Doc- it hasn't been. Yeah, it's, it's, it, I, I'm assuming it's new because it's been trending this past week. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, it came it out. out in December. Oh, okay. I just noticed it a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it just showed up on my list earlier this week when I was watching Shit's Creek. So. Okay, I, per usual, am way behind on everything. So I just... Mike's been watching the things we already did podcasts about. <laughs> I just finished uh, Silicon Valley. Oh! Ooh, finally. That, finally. That is forgivable. <laughs> because the first couple of seasons were powerhouse. Yes. And then Ehrlich gets me too and it's not so much. Actually, I think... I think he was getting out before he got me too Yeah. He, but then... Yeah, he was leaving because... Uh, well, that's I okay. Half the cast has thing, been Me but... Too since then. But <laughs> then that last season and a half was a bit of a slog. I mean, I, I, I forgive people who like tapered off. It pays off in the end. Yeah. The show gets strong at the end. It, it, I got to admit, the last two seasons were very formulaic. Yes. I mean, it got to a point where, like, oh, okay, oh, this is the part where they do that. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now Richard oh, runs his mouth and oh, ruins everything. Yeah. Here's the turn. Here's the <laughs> yeah. twist. He does blah, blah, that. Blah. Mm-hmm. So. Um, now I got to admit though, the last season, the last, uh, you know, few episodes, I mean, they did it, but it was almost at that point, it felt like they were almost, you know, recognizing that, you know, it's for me like, so let's just, let's wrap it, it up. It's, it's just cram it. Yep. So, um, but no, that last episode I thought was pretty well done. Um, I thought it was a satisfying conclusion to that series. Yeah. I felt yeah. that way. I agreed. Uh, I agree. Hold and like you watched them all. We were watching them at the same time, or were you like you lagged a little bit behind me? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Um, I we, I mean, there was like two years I think between the second to last season and the right. last season. Right. So we kind of took our time getting through the last half of the second to last season because it was kind of getting formulaic and boring. But by the time they came out with another season, we kind of jumped right in, and we're like, okay. All right, yeah. we, this is definitely moving at a different pace. Right. And they're definitely setting up some big stuff. And and yeah, at the end, I was like, okay, that was ridiculous and fun, but also, yeah. <laughs> like, like right. uh, for, I mean, a, a comedy, how do you tie off a comedy like this right. that can't go 10 years? Right. Just like that. <laughs> it was great. It was kind of unexpected. Last up, I mean, just to refresh, the second to last episode was the big Rust Fest episode. Yeah, Rust Fest. Rust Fest. By the way, if you want more Rust, <laughs> You want more Russ? Yeah. You have to watch all of The Office because he's in the last season. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Nice. Okay. I'm going to have to. Yeah. He's, he's, <laughs> but that'll do he's it. That's what gets Mike to <laughs> watch to the, the Office. Office. Yeah. No, it's the Russ Fest episode. Fair warning, 100% different character. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not, I doubt, I, I'm sure it is, so I don't know how you repeat that. There's other that people character. in The Office a lot like Russ, but he yeah. is not like Russ <laughs> at all. Um. So, basically, they... um. Everything comes full circle, right? Basically, everybody's contribution creates the most sophisticated AI ever, you yeah. know, and uh, they get the big contract with AT&T and blah, blah, blah. And and uh, but then um, things kind of go south when 
the AI becomes so powerful that they realize that it uh, basically is going to take over the world and will. My favorite scene is when he's flying on the plane to J Hole, looks out the window, and sees a giant hell <laughs> giant- hologram <laughs> on his way to J Hole. Yeah. <laughs> so the big Russ is the Russ hologram. Yeah. I just love the fact that they call Jackson Hole J-Hole. <laughs> that alone cracks me up. Yeah, heading over to J-Hole this weekend. Oh, man. Silicon then Valley. They have to, then they have to, well, they have to sabotage basically their own creation to right. save the world. Right. <laughs> it just It's so ridiculous, but it was the perfect way to, to end it. Because and, uh, the thing is about Silicon Valley, especially the first two seasons, which were just t- qu- just high art comedy. Yeah, it was Mike Judge at his best. Yes, those first two seasons were a lot of those stories, and f- most of the setups and set pieces that happen are from true stories. Yeah, right. Things they literally were, were true stories told by Silicon Valley people. And there were some that Mike Judge was like, this is so ridiculous. We can't even put this in a comedy show because nobody will believe us. And then in those last two seasons, those th- those examples those he gave, things. they were showing up. They were like, all right, let's just do it. The guy on, on rollerblades during a meeting, that's from an actual story. And he said, that's too dumb. The, the guy that they were talking to in a meeting, he showed up in rollerblades to tell him stories. And they, he got upset. And when he left, he was like stumbling to get out of the room. And then they actually did that in the last season. But um, but awesome. it it's so ridiculous and but the it it's one hundred percent fictional comedy. But at the same time, the all these set pieces are showing you exactly the kind of stupid ass, uncontrolled it's nonsense a, that has propagated sure in Silicon that Valley infantile a, industry that got right. too big for its britches as soon yep. as it began. Yep. And that's kind of a it's kind of a brilliant thing, because I don't think, you know, folks like us Midwesterners, you know, a lot of us have nine to five or smaller, large corporations. It's all kind of the same game. We all kind of know, you know, you don't you don't tell a girl you don't tell a lady her hair looks nice. That's off the rules. (laughs) Yeah, that's off. the. You don't you don't tell you don't say things, people. But here's this other industry that is on from such a different planet because (laughs) the regulations and the corporate structure and the old silverback gorillas weren't running the companies when they got started. Right. It was a bunch of young people who were yeah. dumb and crazy and smart and dumb. And, right. and people were throwing money. Just throwing yeah. money. The amount of money at them. And the show, I think, those first two seasons were some of the best comedy I've ever For sure. ever seen. Oh, also, of course, uh, uh, what's his name? He has two names in Silicon Valley. Uh, Jared. Oh, Jared. Is in like, he's in like three, yeah, Jared slash Donald is in like three or four seasons of The Office. Oh, nice. Very similar character. Yes. Yes. Not altogether different. The exact same character. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Jared. Jared by far is my wife's favorite character. Oh. He just, uh, he is, he's a scene stealer. Why haven't I seen him in something else yet? I've only seen him in these two things. And like every time I see him in anything, he just grows on me like a tumor. Yeah. I love him so much. And, Especially his ability to turn on a dime. You know what I mean? Like when he goes from like just fiercely loyal and sweet to I'll kill you, I'll kill you right here. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow, and his he whole ridiculous brilliant. backstory that his parents didn't want a second child. Yeah, but they were okay having a, a third and fourth. Yeah, <laughs> after they realized it was a mistake yeah, and they decided they- to have more kids and <laughs> and it was like the idyllic family yeah. that just didn't have and him the as third the child. One. He was the second, the third child. They named him Donald too. Yeah, they because right. <laughs> they got rid of the yeah. first Donald. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, okay, well, we're gonna go out to eat now. And the family's all getting in the car to go. And I just <laughs> though, even like and all the side stuff, like the whole the in battle the the battle between Ehrlich and Jin Yang. Yeah. Jin Yang like. <laughs> 
hates Ehrlich, so he's prank calling him with the worst prank calls, and it's <laughs> <laughs> to the point at the end. And the it was an after scene credit or something where he um pose basically poses as Ehrlich. Yeah, he's taking over a small Asian yeah, like, village yeah. Or South American. Yeah, like they he's everything he's doing. but like the, the calls from him, he's like Ehrlich Bachman, this is your mama. You're not my baby. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that stuff is great. Jin Yang, Yang, that dude's hilarious. <laughs> he's in uh he's in uh Space Force. Yep. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Space Force. Not hot dog. Not, Not hot, hot dog. dog. <laughs> I've been seeing his clips, his stand-up clips online. Yeah. Apparently he's a big stand-up I, guy. Yeah, I've never actually watched his stand up. I haven't seen it. it was, I've heard of it. Yeah. I've watched it. So. so anyway, yeah, that was it was a nice little rap, and I'm glad it's done. Is that all of us? I'm barely paying attention yes. to anything. Okay, it's time for some news. Whoa, 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 whoa. And uh, that's it for news. News, news, news. What's new in news? Well, boys. Well, Pee Wee, Pee Wee, Pee Wee. Plug your ears. What Marvel or DC thing we're talking about this week? Yay! There is an online movement now. An online bowel movement? Yeah. Oh, what's Snyder going to cut now? Yeah. <laughs> ah, it is a Snyder story. Oh, Lord. Yes! There's Nailed a new it. movement now that with How the... How much money did they It is a bowel now. movement. Now, now with the success of the Snyder cut, there is a movement now to reinstate and continue the Snyderverse. <laughs> I'm in, man. Dude. I, had, I didn't get a chance to talk about it. I loved the Snyder Cut. You loved it? I loved it. I mean, it was wow. better than... We told you you would. Yeah, we did. It, I totally it. loved it. It's more coherent than the th- whatever Whedon more, was able to come. Way more co- coherent. Um, the I, 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 It was better from top to how bottom. He, how he's re- uh, released the donuts. <laughs> It was to me. It was better top to bottom. I, I, to me, it's, there's almost it's no comparison. It's not comparable. I mean, it, Whedon got paid to come in I know. and cobble and something together it. from that was releasable in a theater. And I think he. I don't know if anybody could have done that and made it better than what he made oh. it. I'm not saying it was the best. It was horrible. I. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Josh. You're right. Josh Whedon did what he. They I mean, literally what he said. Paid to do, they but. said we can't release what Zack Snyder did in theaters, and that is still true. Right. That no, is 100 percent true today. Right. Yeah. But. Like I said before, as an art piece, as not a cinematic release, but as a an, an, a right. cinematic aside, right? It is a superior. Sure, it's superior, and uh, to me, in my opinion, it makes the Snyder. D- to me, prior to this, the Snyderverse was just a uh, just a, a train disaster. Wreck. Yeah, but this tied up enough loose ends to say, okay, there's some coherence, and gave now. you an, and gave you a little sense. more background too. Yes. Yeah. It, well, and that's the thing. I, and and looking back at this now, I mean. Releasing it in the, like the four parts and all that stuff, aka that was one big about, four three part. Right. By the way, that was I about have a the viewing only way that you could have done that and watch it on this old tube TV <laughs> over here, so that it's actually the right uh, <laughs> aspect ratio. <laughs> four three. I got the four three Sanyo TV with the Nintendo sixty four hooked up to it nice. over here. Nice. We're gonna watch it. No. <laughs> well, do you we, guys have no. Not, I'm, I'm seriously. Do you guys have no interest in the continuation of the Snyderverse? None. Um, all right. So first off, technically Wonder Woman's in the Snyderverse, and that's fine. Technically. Um what's this, what's can, what's I, I give what's her Why are we calling this the Snyderverse? What is, is it all DC movies? Because he technically started it. Snyderverse? He started DC. 
Well, no, no, no. no. He, he started, started this these continuity chain, this chain with of the movies. Man of Steel, right? And then Batman. Oh versus boy, Man. so it's it's him. It's Snyderverse only because it's been the defining moment. The like the the turning point was when they took it away from him, right. when they fired him, right? And, and I, then, again, I feel I need to preface it. I know people, most listeners are repeat listeners at this point, but they fired Zack Snyder. He did not walk away to grieve the loss of his daughter. That was something that happened around the time. And it made sense to use that as a public face, but they actually fired him because he could not, he was not able to make a movie that they could release in theaters, which is true. Yeah, it is true. Right. But at the same time, I like Ezra Miller as the flash, but it's one of my least favorite takes on the flash. However, there's not that many takes on the flash. So that's not saying much, you know, <laughs> the John Wesley ship version of the nineties was great in the nineties, but it's ridiculous now. You know, and uh, Grant Gustin on the Flash TV show has been pretty great. I've stopped watching it almost entirely. Not by just, just, I suddenly was not interested as much, but it's a great show. I love the Flash. I would absolutely watch more that version of the Flash. So, yes, I would be interested in that, but that's kind of going to happen anyway. Or at least that's been the plan forever. Um, Aquaman, that whole thing. I know they're making another one. Mm-hmm. And I know they've recast Mara because of the whole Johnny Depp Did debacle. They, I, I thought it was... they fired her. Last I heard, they fired. They finally fired. I thought her. that was all rumor. Oh, maybe. Whatever. Maybe it got debunked. I don't know, but I could care less. That movie was just a CG spectacle. Yeah, I could care less. <laughs> it was all right. I know. Um, Batfleck. I don't give a rat's ass at all about Batfleck. I. You know what? <clears throat> you guys know me. I'm not a Batfleck fan. Bat flack is how bat you flack. say it. Bat flack fans. Yeah, bat flack. But um, I actually. There we go. Perfection. He sells car insurance. Um, I'm not a fan bat, of his. But insurance. I, I after, I mean, the Batman in the Snyder Cut made it a lot more digestible for me. Bat, I don't. I, I guess Batman in the Snyder I'm so Cut was because, fine for what the Snyder Cut was trying to do. But that's he's all there. You're already doing past his prime, Batman. And that's not what I want to see continued. I'm more interested in seeing Cedric Diggory Batman at this point, which I'm not, I'm I'm still weirded out it. about that whole thing. That. But I'm no I I'm like oh I'll the gun it, the bath made up of the gun that killed yeah. his parents. I don't give a crap about all that. It sounds dumb. But if they if they pick the you know past his prime Batman for the Justice League movie, which I think was a mistake, they should have had Batman as prime in Justice League. Oh, I see what you're saying. But instead instead they had kind of old uh, almost like turned dark Batman, and I'm me? like. No, that's me. Oh. Hey, put your phone on silent during the show. I am right now. <laughs> He's getting a, a special call. Don't very, rock the boat. Very special call. Very, very, very <laughs> special call. Um, but yeah, it's just I I've no interest in furthering that because they were all re- it, they were all, it was like the sunset of Batman is the Batman that they picked for the Justice League. I think it was dumb. It, mm-hmm. it was fine seeing the whole Snyder cut made sense. But I like it. I'd be interested in seeing more. I guess. I, will we see it? I highly doubt it. I can't imagine they're gonna pick up now and and move in that direction. I mean, this was a gamble for them to even put this Snyder cut out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not even sure it really paid off. I don't because I've heard I've heard through the grape like it's kind of rumory online with some of the yeah. stuff that they didn't really pick up subscribership or anything you uh, know for it so i can't imagine they really would have yeah honest <laughs> to god even the dot even the 
even the DC diehard apologists, you know, that love all anything DC and defended all the Man of Steel and Batman vs Superman. Even are they really going to go out and subscribe to HBO? Really? Just, no, yeah. just wait till it comes out in IMAX and yeah, that's what half. they're holding out for the IMAX. How about yeah, you, Garrett? Make I mean, do you have Garrett? Do you have any interest in seeing a continuation of Snyder continuity? No, no, <laughs> not at all. No, not even after Man of Steel. I was. <laughs> Yeah, I was yeah. forced to watch Batman versus Superman against my will. <laughs> I was hey, like, sat hey, down. It, it was your home. You could have cut the power. My eyes were taped <laughs> open like clockwork orange. Yeah, dude, I had toothpicks in his eyes and everything. No, but yeah. you're right. Man of Steel was was bad on its own merits. Yeah, yeah. No, it was. But <laughs> like that was such a fantastically terrible take on Superman mm-hmm. that I had no. I have no. All, all of his takes on these characters are terrible, and I have no interest in watching any of this. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I just, I want, I like DC a lot and I want it to be more cohesive. So I guess in my mind, it's like, I don't know. I feel like the Snyder cut kind of tied things together nicely and I wouldn't mind seeing a continuation. At this point, I feel like might as well treat the, the live action movies the same as the cartoons. Everything's a what if that's not necessarily connected to anything else. Sure. It all might as well be a one off. And that's what DC is now. DC is just a collection of one-offs that don't have a through line. And that's... To me, that's unfortunate. That's how I, I like feel. That. Obviously, there are people who would argue tooth no, and nail with that's, that. But. No, that's true. That's that's the direction they're going, obviously. It's so. just, ugh. They shouldn't have put the cart before the horse and done the group picture before they earned it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. I said it when they announced yeah. it. No, I'm I, saying it now. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so we'll see if that happens. Not sure it will, but uh, anyway, that's all I had for news. That's all well, you have for news. Oh, what, Something I, better I, that oh. we could have talked about is <laughs> the fact that virtually anything Shrek is celebrating twenty years. Yo, <laughs> have your kids tried <laughs> oh to make you God. watch Shrek the musical? No. no, there's a musical. My daughter loves Shrek the musical, and I am not a Shrek fan. I will sit through a Shrek movie, gun to my head. I mean, the first one was fine. It was, uh, yeah, I saw it in theaters. Yeah, and it was all right. But everything thereafter has been like a no thanks. I'm good. There's a musical, and I all want, right. I want to like, I want to perform the Patrick Swayze throat punch on myself and rip my own larynx out. <laughs> <laughs> it is so impossible to sit through, and the music is so contrived, and it's awful. But apparently, it award winning, and my daughter loves it, and. That's enough. How many Shrek movies track. are there? Like 30? Like four? Yeah. Three or four? Anyway, it's time for the Bark by the Week! What? I don't know if y'all know this, but in the 90s, there was a thing that happened called the OJ Simpson trial. Oh, yeah. I remember that. In 1995, they released the verdict of the O.J. Simpson trial, and more than a third of the U.S. population, more than a third of the U.S. population tuned in (laughs) to catch the verdict, making it one of the highest ranking televised broadcasts of all time. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. We didn't have much else back then. Oh, man. That whole, everything about that, man. I mean, you know, that pissed I remember me off. the day that they were chasing the Bronco. I oh, mean, dude. Yeah. Oh, no, no. No. Okay. All right. We're talking 90s night. Let's just hit the music and get on with it. <laughs> <laughs> but I have, I have to make sure. 
But before we go to the 90s, I have to make sure that Garrick is okay. <laughs> because he didn't go to the FedEx building. Yeah. Oh, in Indianapolis no. City. No, I'm good. What's okay. going on? What's happening in the FedEx right. building? What's going on? You getting news flashes over there? Oh, man. Pew, 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 pew. You haven't oh, heard? Geez, another one? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my gosh. It's like more than one a day now. People die. Yeah, it's Jeez. terrible. Not not good. Yeah. I was in Indy last weekend. I missed out on yeah. that. Um, Anyways. So, OJ Simpson, uh, the Bronco chase. Yes. So, <laughs> I had a Sorry. unique life experience that makes, you know, they say that, you know, like every, everybody remembers where they were when Kennedy got shot. Mm-hmm. Everybody remembers where they were when the Challenger blew up. Right. So I was, I don't know, when the Challenger blew up, I was in like kindergarten. They didn't tell us shit. Right. My sister was older and they did tell them, right? But not us. So I don't really remember what was going on at the time and stuff like that. I was not even, uh, I was not even an egg and an ovary at the time Kennedy got shot. But I will say, you know, 9 11, I can tell you all about that. Mm-hmm. OJ, though, the stupid ass <laughs> OJ thing, that Bronco chase, I remember specifically because it was right before we moved to Fort Wayne. Yeah. And so we had boxed up almost everything we owned. And our family room was stacks of boxes. Mm-hmm. And I had positioned all the boxes around. So I made like a little cubicle of boxes. So I had one chair that I could sit in in front of the television. <laughs> and that was it. There, you could not see the TV from the couch. We were literally moving like the next day or in the next couple yeah. days. And I had gone and rented um, the racing game. It was like an IndyCar racing game. I don't remember what it's called, but it's for it was for Genesis and it had the V chip in it. Or not the V chip, but like the graphics chip. That, it was like $90 if you wanted to buy this game. Not 50 bucks, mm-hmm. like 90 wow. bucks because a special chip that was in the cartridge that did 3D graphics. And I'd rented that game and I was playing it on my Genesis and I was getting tired. My eyes were starting to get sore and I turned it off, switched the channel like, you know, from three to two or whatever. Mm-hmm. And right there, Bronco chase yeah. was happening. Yeah. And I yelled upstairs to my parents because everybody knew that the whole OJ thing was happening right. going on. But it was kind of like it was like wait and see. Yeah. It's but like, then the Bronco chase was like the oh no hell something's to watch. Yeah, right. we, we all need to pay attention. It's, this is no longer an entertainment that type was, story. Uh, yeah. And yeah. That was almost kind of the beginning of basically choppers chasing people. You know, with news cameras and oh all yeah, that stuff. and like I mean, and like the next news cam taking over that. because the yeah. you know this chopper's got a refueler and can't go into that airspace <laughs> or stuff. That was yeah, and yeah. and like we were like my sister, we're all like we're like sitting on box, I mean, moving boxes so we can like kind of position around the TV. Yeah, I was in college. I was in my dorm room, and I same thing. We turned on the TV, or somebody must have yelled, and you know, I lived with the football players. Yeah, and uh, somebody started yelling down the hall, and everybody popped in on their TV. And that Bronco chase was nuts. Oh like we got a celebrity <laughs> football player and a non-celebrity football player. <laughs> And they're in an old old white Bronco. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, Crazy. that was that was really really something. And then the, when the verdict happened, I remember we got the verdict. And I was in my Spanish class. I think it was my freshman year, and I wrote the juice is loose on my arms <laughs> in like blue marker. I was going down the hallway with my arms up. I'm like, woo, you know. I was, I don't know. I, I did not know now what I know. Then. I did not know then what I know now, <laughs> or what I what I suppose now I should say. Well, on Wikipedia, yeah. Guys, yeah, here we go. The first thing that ever happened in 1990 was the Hubble Space Telescope launch. Go. Woo! Good job, okay. Hubble. Still nice there. Job. Yep. Still kicking. <laughs> Barely. The then we have the Gulf War, and then the Gulf War right after. Dude, oh, Operation War. Desert Still there. Okay. Still going. So. <laughs> The Gulf War, when that happened. <laughs> well, in Afghanistan, we're there till September now, apparently. 
That was just announced. Yeah. Well, like uh, like you said, this is 1990. I was uh, a junior in high school, and I remember when that happened. I was working that night, Dang. and uh, and the news came out, and we were like all scared to hell, man, because we're like of age. And yeah, at that time, I hadn't I mean, thought about that. You're old enough to have been drafted, yeah. and they were talking about reinstating the well, draft. I, it nobody was a rumor. knew what to expect. Yeah. Yes, it, it was, was a rumor. rumor. Well, the last time we'd been in a major war, Vietnam, there had been a draft. <laughs> there was a draft. Yeah. Yes. So, um, yeah, we were, I remember being just like, whoa, like eyes wide open and yeah, yeah, yep. me and the other guys at work, like, oh You're my all God, burning, we, uh... burning your selective service cards <laughs> in the dumpster. No, he was burning his bra at the time. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Huh? But what made things yeah. better you call was me fat? in 91, the World Wide Web publicly debuts as an internet service. In 91? Really? Do you guys remember? Okay, so I remember the first time. I was in college the first time I saw the internet. <laughs> the first time I seen it. You saw it? It was a flying It around? came to me in a vision. I opened up my Netscape. I went to the, I went to the bits, computer lab the and I opened up the Netscape browser. Oh and yeah! I they remember. Said, Welcome to the information superhighway. <laughs> I remember clicking on a website for the first. I mean, most of it was still into your multimedia disc. It was it was probably like Metacrawler or something, you know, yeah. to, as a search engine. And I oh, remember clicking on a link and seeing a picture on my computer screen for the first time, and I was oh, like, "What really. the hell?" No, it was actually a diamond ring. I don't know why I remember this, but. I on just, the finger of a naked chick because no, it was porn. No, no, I wish it was porn, oh, but weird. no, it was just. Uh, <laughs> It was just, I just remember seeing a, ring, first, a diamond ring. Go ahead. The first time I saw the internet would have been, yeah, real early on. I had several friends whose parents were in like computer development. They, I don't know that they were actual coders, developers, but they were in that mm -hmm. industry yeah. in Chicago. And um, so they had like Prodigy and stuff like that. And then it wasn't until 94 when we moved down here. And, uh, I, part of the, my dad came to me and said, uh, what, how would you feel about moving to Deanna? And I said, I, I said, well, <laughs> I said, I'm happy that you brought this to me first, <laughs> seeing as how I am all of 14 years old or not even like barely 14 at this time. And I'm like, uh, what can I get out of it? Because, <laughs> you know, we were from Ohio and Illinois. Indiana was just the thing that made the trip take too long. In between. And he said, uh, he said, what do you want? And I said, really? Uh, how about a computer? Because he was getting offered a, a lucrative step up. I said, I want a computer and I want internet access. And he's like, all right, we can do that. And we got AOL 2.5. Yeah, nice. buddy. <laughs> You've got mail. Yes. <laughs> that was like oh man the that was like the old man sitting down in his lazy boy turning the lamp on. He's got his newspaper. He's got his reading glasses. He's got sixty minutes on the TV, and he's got a bowl of hard candy next to him. That was that sound was that for me. <laughs> right. It was like all right, shoes off, baby. You've Time got to unwind. You've got mail. Nice. You guys remember when the USSR was dissolved? I, I do. do. Oh, man, yeah. yeah. I don't remember I where do. I was or anything, but I remember, like, watching the Mr. Gorbachev tear down this wall, yeah, you know, right. uh, and all that. Now, that was well. That was, that was like a couple years That before, was before, right? but I remember, mm -hmm. like, all of it. But then, yeah, the whole thing where it's like, oh, the USR, USSR is done. I remember even at the time going, yeah, but, like, how much? 
Yeah, sure. <laughs> and now today I'm like, yeah, but like how much? Was, <laughs> I mean, that was a big deal for people and especially young listeners, man, that didn't go through that. I mean, the whole, you know, Cold War and the Eastern Bloc and Germany. I mean, right. I, I, you know, and, and growing up in an environment where yeah, yeah. we had to talk about nuclear war yeah. and the possibilities yeah. and all that stuff. The Cold I mean, War. I don't think people understand the whole Iron Curtain Cold War. I don't think everybody yeah. uh, like really appreciates. I don't think. We really appreciate it because even by the time sure. we came along, everybody right. was kind of numb to it already. Sure. You know, especially, you know, I don't know about you, like back in the fifties, I don't know. But <laughs> when, we, <laughs> when we were kids, it was still, oh, we're having a, a tornado drill, not a nuclear bomb drill, right, you know? Right. Um, but like all the old like cartoons, like duck uncover, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. All that stuff sure, like, that they like, went through, right. The, that would have had no effect, but yeah. Right, right. But it was just trying to make everybody go, we got a plan ish right. <laughs> because at any minute we could be in nuclear war. Right, right. And so, yeah, when we were kids, Russia was the enemy. You know, the movies, all the movies back then were like, all right, we're going to beat Russia. Right. And then in the end, we'll find out that a couple of these Russian athletes were pretty good dudes. <laughs> <laughs> that was like, that was like the big reveal right. <laughs> because Russia was the enemy. Yeah. And, uh, and, and yeah, it was but just even the fact that I don't even granted nowadays, Russia's the first thing we claim is the enemy in literally, literally well, any circumstance, yeah, right, yeah. you know, but Back then, it was it wasn't a red herring like it is now. Well, sure. it's I shouldn't say it's red herring. It's serious shit right now, but right, it wasn't a go to. It was a reality, right? You know, the only thing that that really tempered it by the time that we all came along was that they were poor as hell. You know, by the time we came along, we we're hearing about bread lines, pantyhose right. lines. You know, all that stuff that they couldn't even get because the country couldn't afford well, it. And that was the only thing that gave us any sense of security. Just that, the fact that, I mean, my kids, have, they never grew up knowing East Germany and West Germany. They've only right. ever heard of Germany. Honest to God, we were watching like a YouTube video the other day and they said something about Berlin Wall in East Berlin. And my kid goes, what is that? And I went, I, it's not that I took for granted that she didn't know what it was. It's right. been that long since I've even, even thought, thought about it. it right? <laughs> I got to go back and watch some more Tom Hanks movies. Refresh. But it was, I mean, that's why it was a big deal though, when it happened, because I mean, the images coming out of Germany where people are knocking down this wall. I mean, oh, yeah. it was very emotional for a lot of people because those, those poor people in Berlin, I mean, you literally, you know, would have, you know, a family, um, on one side, family members basically on both sides of the wall. They yeah. hadn't seen each other in 30 years. Yeah, it was, I mean, now we see that in like Korea and South Korea, yeah. North Korea and South Korea, right. and that's all we, Right. that's the only thing. But like, they were literally feet away from yeah. each other. And could cannot communicate, cannot see each other, cannot, I mean, just, it was heartbreaking, really, but just to see the it's, joy on people's that faces. Long ago. And it really wasn't, yeah, that's in the scope of things. Of right, right. But yeah, that was a big deal. Yeah, another big deal. Rodney King. Oh, oh right. yeah, yeah. Remember, we're, you we're guys still, remember when it was a big just, deal? We just hit to have a riot. <laughs> yeah, we just yeah. hit ninety-two. I'm just saying that was a big deal when Rodney King got beat up by the police. You know, yeah, and the, the whole "Can't we all get along?" speech right. and all that. Like the riots were like everybody's like, "This is the biggest thing since the Watts riots." And yeah, everybody our age is like, what "The hell's the Watts riots?" We right. hadn't seen that episode of Quantum Leap yet. <laughs> and uh, like nowadays, it's like set your watch because right. anything that can cause a riot we all know about as soon as it happens because right. of that internet thing mm -hmm. so you know there's a riot every day 24 right, hours right now we didn't really have that either yeah we didn't really have that so we weren't plugged in so it took a really big thing to get that many people unified to do something to you know loot that many tvs mm -hmm. <laughs> 92 interestingly enough my uh, senior year of high school graduated high school that year 
1990. Congratulations. There's two two uh, major hurricanes that year as well. That year. Andrew. Hurricane Andrew. Andrew. Yeah, that's yep. right. Uh, El Nino. And, <laughs> the El Nino uh, effect. Yeah. Oh, Andrew. Iniki? I-N-I-K-I. I don't remember that. I don't remember Hawaii. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. The, the strongest hurricane to ever hit Hawaii. You don't hear a lot about hurricanes oh. in Hawaii. Yeah. That's no, you don't. Not usually I thought El side. Nino because I felt like around the time where Chris Farley would have done that whole <laughs> yeah, El Nino, El which is Spanish for the Nino. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I, I survived Hurricane Hugo but that was 89 Ooh. Oh, I was uh, at all. I was well down there happen. during Ivan I was in um, I was in Louisiana during Ivan now that's mid 2000s right yeah um, I had to I couldn't fly out they wouldn't let me fly out so I rented a car and drove home aha uh, now let me ask you do you actually go fly to Florida when there's a hurricane coming in I know someone who does <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah, if you're an idiot. <laughs> Anyways, uh, speaking of idiots, we roll into '92. And Mike just got just it. Got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'm just kidding about this, but uh, we we get a new president in '90, end of '90, well '93 technically. Mr. Bill, Mr. Bill Clinton. Clinton. That was um, that was a pretty big deal because he was a young guy. Yep, and played uh, the saxophone. He played the saxophone on Arsenio Hall. Not very well. Arsenio Hall played- show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, but th- th- I just remember. I-, I mean, Bill Clinton was just—he was a governor, and he was um, slick Willie, bro. Yeah, he, uh, you know, beat an incumbent. I mean, that was, um, a, a, you know, usually that's an incumbent deal. who had been the vice president for the uh, previous yeah, eight years and the yeah. director of CIA prior right, to that. Right. Well, and, and, and historically, you typically would. You, you, you don't get, you don't, like you're saying, that doesn't happen. Yeah. yeah. Historically, now, 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 nowadays it's like, well, if you're Republican, you know, four and out is not too odd because out of the last three, we're yeah. two for three. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, things are, you know, we're, we're already bending the rules on that. But at the time it was shocking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But part of it was, you know, uh, George Herbert Walker came out with the, this, what people often say was the nail in the coffin For was him. the, was remember this Read quote? My lips. Read my lips. Right. No new no taxes. New yeah. taxes. Right. And then some taxes, <laughs> <laughs> some new taxes. Yeah. And people attribute that to a lot of it. But honest to God, I think there Herbert, was, G, you know, George HW had his merits. Yeah. But to have somebody like Bill Clinton come along and have the experience of a governorship. Right. And the charisma of a freaking rock star. Sure. Right. I mean, I mean people were just hall, right? Imme- <laughs> he, right. Uh, sunglasses while he's playing the tenor sax, damn it. Yeah. Right. Like he it's like ju- Duke people, Silver over here. Duke Silver. <laughs> <laughs> I'd appreciate you keep this between us. Um <laughs> like just out of nowhere, just swept people. Just mm-hmm. swept them right off their feet. Right. Yeah. He was just yeah, he was very charismatic and 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 people just identified and the truth of the matter is even though he's a democratic candidate i mean you're talking about a middle of the road dude as they're at the time well, as middle of the road as you now can get. i lived through some of that initially he came up pretty pretty strong on the liberal side uh, but with I, his mouth yeah well not with his actions and then so they much. had the then there was the midterm election and and that, that basically the Republicans had the the, the uh, Congress the, and yeah. he had the they had the new the Newt Gingrich lockstep right. neocons. So, so yeah. they basically had the you know go, kind of go middle of the road. Which You're right. You're I right. would I would argue actually was a pretty. I mean, it led to it was a some, decent setup at the time. It for now. It, let, 
led to a lot of prosperity for a lot of let's people. not forget the budget when he when bill clinton quote balanced the budget end quote <laughs> right. by drawing that big zero on that steno pad <laughs> you remember that when they had the footage of him just writing a big zero look we did it look balance the budget it's a zero <laughs> it ain't negative a trillion it's a zero but let's job let's, well done. Let's move back to I don't know why, I'm like someone else. Jimmy Carter over here. Who swept uh, people off their feet? You guys remember David Koresh? Dave. Oh my gosh. Okay. The Branch oh Davidians. God. Yes. That happened in so 93. That I've I've often on this podcast talked about how I have like a an odd obsession with cults and like, you know, those overly charismatic leaders that can get make people like self-harm or just like, you know, sever ties with their families and stuff like that. I'm fascinated by that because ultimately that's where I want to be. <laughs> no, I'm fascinated by it because I feel like and I could be wrong. This could be pure naivete, but I feel like there is no effing way that could happen to me. Now, a lot of people feel that way, but I literally <laughs> doubt everyone. I trust no one. You guys are seriously Barely in the circle. <laughs> I do not put that much stock in people, but to see how many people do fascinates me. And that I think, because I mean, I'm still pretty damn young at this point. I'm in middle school. That was the thing that I think made me really start because that was on the news every single yep. night for a long mm -hmm. time, way before Janet Reno Waco, showed up Texas. with the tanks, yep. you know, in the APCs. Well, it was a just a giant debacle and for those who don't know what that was is like you're saying it's a cult leader and they kind of um locked themselves in their waco compound basically yeah and it was and your typical uh, was cult story it was like i'm off i'm a, i'm just a preacher and then i'm kind of jesus yeah. <laughs> and then i'm like super jesus who also is allowed to have sex with your wives and daughters <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes paint by numbers cult <laughs> yeah it was crazy just yeah there's and there's several uh there's a couple different things on netflix documentaries and uh biopics about this that are pretty decent the sad thing about died. it i was gonna say the sad thing about it was it was horrifically handled by the government yeah I mean, well not only that but there's 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 a cons well conspiracy theories around it like how did the place go up in flames sure. that hard? And you know, there's people right. say, okay, they weren't shooting like flame round. They weren't like, you know, the government wasn't shooting flamethrowers in there, but the place was burning like all get out. And so then there's that toss up like, well, it was built by a bunch of kind of randos in the middle of the desert. So maybe that just happened. Or was it a setup where they knew they were going to go out? So they were going to go out in the most dramatic way possible. There's a lot of different theories that I don't know have ever been fully stamped down to the bare facts mm -hmm. you know yeah yeah but yeah that yeah a lot you know, of janet reno died. being the a lot of kids the sec uh the uh i almost said secretary of state what was janet reno uh no not secretary of state she would have been um oh the, yeah the general uh attorney, attorney general. general yeah um under bill clinton right and some goodwill feral bits there this is this is after the golden age of SNL, <laughs> That's right. but but in the the still pretty decent age of SNL, him <laughs> <laughs> just like crashing through walls like the Kool Aid Man in a Generino dress. But but yeah, like they go in and like and a bunch of people die because the place just went up like a tinderbox. Yeah. yeah, and and it's just it was, I remember watching that live on TV, yeah, and I, it was so like, where's all that fire coming from? It was just yeah. flames, just everywhere. It's like. So, and some people claim like they were like had propane canisters and stuff like that just to make sure they it would it, it was yeah just it was just gonna yeah and yeah it was a really it was Pretty a really sad. tragic thing with a lot of like really weird mystery around it like why 
are people okay with going, I mean, I don't want you to sleep with my wife, but since you're super Jesus, I guess it's okay. Like, I don't like, how do you get to that point? I don't know. You guys remember the Mississippi flooding? Well, oh, narrow yeah. that down. Yeah. 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 Three. No, no, no. Yes. Oh, 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 firsthand. It, it, I remember that firsthand. Okay. So the flooding that happened along the Mississippi I in 93 literally changed the flow of the Mississippi forever. Mm-hmm. It's different. If you were to look at, if you look at aerial maps yeah. pre-1993, and you look at maps today, it's a different flow pattern now. I forgot wow. all about this for like a <laughs> yeah. decade or more. <laughs> Yeah, it was not just the Mississippi, but also the Missouri. Missouri. Yeah, yeah. yeah, right. Yep. But it was yep. gigantic. 15 to $20 billion in, in damages. I, Whole crops did you, were did lost. You see it? Farming communities. I mean, you saw it on TV. No, did you ever see I it? I didn't fly over. So my, uh, my youth group at my church was going to a, uh, a ranch. It was a ranch. I mean, it was in Waco. It was a church camp. <laughs> it was a church camp, but That's they called church. it a ranch. What kind of church? And it was in, it was in uh, Kansas City, Missouri, or outside of Kansas okay. City, Missouri. Yep. So we all hop in the bus. Yeah. And I want to say that at one point on that trip, and I would have been, I think, coming out of sixth grade, going into the youth group. So it was the summer before I was technically in the youth group, mm-hmm. and um. There was a, a point where we were on a raised highway for what I would consider a stretch of about, I'm pulling this out of my ass because obviously it's been a long time, but like five to 10 miles, it felt like, where there was no land. There was water yeah. and roofs. Yeah. And yeah. that was a surreal thing. You were looking pictures, out yeah. over what looked like a sea of water mm-hmm. with the tops of trees and roofs. No walls, no yards, no land. And I remember thinking, oh, my God, this is like as bad as it is on the news, but like everywhere. I remember seeing pictures, just, you know, news reporting um, aerials of the water overflowing and just just consuming like whole farms. Yeah. And yeah, just, they were I just, mean, you remember like the, the whole thing around the, the tsunami that caused the Fukushima disaster right, yeah. and like wiping out whole towns and carrying right. the roads down water. Yep. It was like that, except it wasn't towns. It was miles and of, miles yeah. of farms. Yeah. Farmland. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crazy. I forgot all about that. Yeah. I just, I'm like having like a Vietnam flashback <laughs> over here. It's all rushing back yeah. into my head. Did you forget about don't ask, don't tell? Hell no, I didn't forget about Don't ah. Ask, Don't Tell. That was the Quint. That was a perfect example of the Clintonian era. Yeah, uh, you know, right. it's kind of like the assault rifle, the assault weapons ban. All right, you can't have a gun if it has a pistol grip and an expanded magazine and a scope, because that's <laughs> totally an assault rifle. <laughs> you're like, wait a I minute, mean, pistol grips don't help. They actually aren't good for aiming. Then it's shh. <laughs> we're helping okay thanks thank you same kind of thing hey can gays be in the military if you don't tell us we don't know you're gay have a great time everybody <laughs> yeah yeah interesting time that was a big thing like hey is it yeah. okay for gay people to be in the military and their answer was like as long as you're not playing grab ass in the shower you know what? The we're funny, fine the funny thing about politics uh, is the, the reality is on the you know gays in the military thing yeah there's always been gays in the military exactly always now are it's they having just, to stay deep in the closet throughout history well yeah yep. yeah sure yep. i mean history progresses right, right. but I, just the politics of it just always rubs me yeah, the wrong we've way. got it's to just... plant our foot 
somewhere in the air above the issue. <laughs> like we can't actually put it on the ground, but we're going to definitely take a place that is not really a place at all. Right. Problem solved. Yeah. Way to go, politicians. Thanks, Let's thanks all pat ourselves on the Thank back. Thank you. Yeah. What a miracle. Oh, We've yes. moved mountains. <laughs> Uh, and now it's now the issue is about like trans in the military it's like we're kind of like right. we're past that we're like, hey it doesn't yeah. matter one way or the other as long as you can point and shoot we're good right and you wear the uniform i mean yeah right. yeah well, the uniform's important yeah <laughs> uh speaking of moving mountains la earthquake 94 oh man i remember my mom trying to check on my uh uncle who lived uh out that way he was in san francisco actually um, but I remember her being really worried about him because it was traditionally San Francisco what had the bad earthquakes. Right. But yeah, I remember seeing the footage of like the collapsed raised highways and all that stuff. Oh, that was nuts. It's scary out there. I mean, that, they as as our Garrick will attest, as our college geology professor said, no one should ever have any right living in that state ever <laughs> at all in any way. <laughs> he's like, he's like, <laughs> still live on the Pacific side of the San Andreas, right? Exactly, like in, exactly. So, <laughs> Geologically speaking, no I saw one Superman should live there one. ever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We know what Lex Luthor is up to. <laughs> well, no one ever did until air conditioning. Otis, yeah, right. <laughs> Otis, that's, a, that's what uh, the men who married America. That's what that taught me. This test back Oh, I'm, I made Mike spit his ice. <laughs> I, uh, speaking of spitting ice, Paula God, Jones, right? <laughs> Paula Jones. Again with the Clintons. Yeah. <laughs> this is chock full of Clintons. No, I know. Clinton. People, honest to God, I think. And, and Do we have any like pop culture stuff that I can be <laughs> well, interested this, about? The whole this point, is really the whole freaking point is, boring for me. The whole this point is, of this was I was going to try to get through these all really quick. And then they just keep talking about it. The like, funny okay. thing is, though, it fed so much pop Nor. culture back then. How many different sketches about Monica Lewinsky's blue dress did yeah, we sit there? Correct. You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah, the the Clintons were definitely not. Uh, they weren't. They were not not a magnet for uh for uh what's the word I'm looking for? Public issues. <laughs> they definitely have attracted their share at All the right. time. So I'm gonna just go through a few more of these real quick, and then you guys can discuss. All right, any of you want at the fair end. enough? Yes. Right. Um. So we have Oklahoma City bombing. Oh, Ooh, Timothy yeah. McVeigh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, of course, we talked about O.J. Simpson. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, TWA Flight 800 explodes off Long, Long Island. I forgot about yeah, that. I did, too. Yep. Uh, the uh, Olympic bombing in Atlanta. That oh, I didn't, because yeah. there was oh, yeah. recently a, a my, movie about that. My second cousin was there. Mm. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, then we, then we hit 98, 99. That's when the Lewinsky came into the picture. Yeah. Uh, and then... Uh, Let's see. Cigar sales uh, went way up. Uh, <laughs> wow. Okay. Then at the end of the decade, it just kind of tapered off. We're we, actually, uh, we've all been in the matrix yeah. since then. Yeah. <laughs> but we, we, there's Literally. a lot of, there's a lot of like, oh, okay, this blizzard happened well, or this, that. The, uh, uh, I mean, oh, 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 no, no, no. Sorry. The tech sorry, bubble. Sorry. The tech bubble burst. Columbine High School. Oh. Yeah. Was, uh, probably that the, was 99. Yeah, it sure was. Oh, yeah, would have been. That's when the Matrix came out. Oh, yeah. what am I all thinking? The, 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 the say, shit they got. Yeah, because of all the black trench coats. Yep. 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 Oh, because the right. trench coat mafia thing out of the Columbine. Yeah. This this might be the biggest thing that came out in 99. Y2K. 
<laughs> <laughs> let's save that let's pocket that do you have a yes. pop culture list though seriously uh, well, i know where i want to start do some googling okay uh, you, know, you guys just yeah. start going where you want to go i just kind of wanted to hit some highlights so and that took lock, lock being a musician <laughs> like we're I'm not going to talk about kind of anything. a big fan know, of the so, so. the old music there so to me at the beginning of the 90s definitely my formative years i was high school to 92 and then college you know 92 to 97 so right. Um, in those years, that's obviously the the big grunge explosion. Oh man! And I to miss me, grunge, not necessarily the music, but the style. Here's what I miss. I, I miss, miss. Well, I, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> All I was gonna say is that was, um, in my opinion, the last great musical revolution that we've had. I don't think. Yeah. that I don't feel like there's been a great revolutionary well, movement most, i mean you've most had things have just kind of melded or mushed yes. together i think everything everything we, from live just, a, we live in a world of fusion yeah. everything is is milk toast now to me almost everything yeah i'm I not mean, saying i'm not saying there isn't good music no, 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 now. No. yeah every but when something hits I mean, when something slaps it slaps hard yeah because it's it's easy to this is the dumbest thing i've ever said it's easy to stand out at the top right now if you can make it into the top 5%, it shouldn't be that hard to be the one that stands out because I know it makes no sense, but it's like everything sounds kind of the same kind of manufactured sound now. Mm -hmm. So when something lands like happy, mm -hmm. it just takes over everything. Cause we're like, Oh, sure. here's a well, sound. We the like. stuff that's different. I mean, you got, oh, who's the real Nickelback. No, the, who, Billie the, Eilish. Yes. By Billie Eilish. Holy crap. I mean, how did you do that? <laughs> that's because that was that's what, exactly what i was thinking about breaking the mold different. she's to me she's breaking the mold of what you're talking about of everything just being manufactured you're making me feel so old because i know the name billy eilish but i could not name a song i have I, no idea i'm with you i couldn't either but yet but you knew stuff, this but and, the stuff, and derek knew it and but I the feel stuff really i hear from her is really i don't know what i heard <laughs> <laughs> it's, if you she hear has it, this like different way of it's not it's is it singing it's it's a very it is, but it's very strange singing. Like I well, can't that, describe it. Yeah, I, I, it, it depends on the song. I mean, she's yeah, you know, can sing some very you know straight kind of bored pop music. But yeah, but her her lyrics are more introspective. Uh, to me, she's the closest recently of to something new. What people were doing back in the early to 90s. something new because okay, so yeah. coming out of the eighties, you had your glam rock era. You had your you know your you know, metal hair yeah, band, glam rock, stuff. heavy, uh, and it's all pop. You know, party time. You know, yeah, party time, pop, and hip hop. I think they would kind of roll together. Right. Yeah. So grunge hits, and 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 suddenly we have music that's less polished. Yep. Um, we have music that lyrics. doesn't require the lead singer to actually know the lyrics <laughs> or have lyrics that made sense. <laughs> yes. True. True. But and and, but, and actually poor lead singers that somehow added to the sound of the music. Sure. Yeah. Their their bad singing actually enhanced sure. the style of the music. Mm -hmm. Like I'm thinking of specifically, I'm thinking of Nirvana and Blind Melon. Well, I, <laughs> I would argue that Red Hot actually Kurt Peppers. Cobain is an excellent singer. I think you're probably right, but the <laughs> hits don't bear that out. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, lyrically there was it was just a time of exploration. And yeah, it was just yeah, so yeah. neat to me because. You know, like I said, in high school, it was all the hair metal bands and, and you know, how fast can you play guitar and all that stuff. Yeah. And I remember getting to I remember getting to college and, uh, you know, I went to IU in Bloomington and I remember, you know, getting settled in the first week and classes hadn't started yet. And so um, the campus has just got live bands all over the campus and all right. that stuff. It was just so, such a neat time just going up and watching live music. And it's when guitars. You know, 
it, it was okay for before then guitars like sang like mm-hmm. and then guitars growled mm-hmm. sure I yeah. think it's like if I were to like really dumb well, it down. I th- I think I, especially toward the end of the eighties, it was the whole shred. You know how fast can you play? Yeah, exactly. and, you know, yeah. and, and into more. But then it became yeah. overdriven, kind of overdriven, like just, yeah. and you know, it's it's more power chord stuff, and you yeah. know, just you know, more it had, it had more of a punk rock vibe. And it had like a I'm here to express something. I'm not a guitar virtuoso. But I'm here to express something, so I'm gonna like squeeze every drop of what I've got right. out of what I can do. And you know, coming from like the hard rock side of things, that was a very male-driven, um, oh yeah, form of music. And so then the '90s hit, and then you're getting a lot of like these female front bands too. Oh like yeah, more set, and you're hearing. I brought well, up the cranberries earlier. Yeah, cranberries and yeah. stuff like that. I mean, I just, oh man, it was such a neat time in music. It, it really was, just, was. It's hard it, unless you lived through it and experienced it. Um, yeah, it's like it wasn't just grunge. It was uh, like almost the golden age of hip hop, too. Yeah. Like, yes. Oh, yeah. Hip- Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Hip hop, like all the hip hop songs that are still popular today came out in the 90s. Yeah. Almost. I yeah, remember I like going to like the middle school dance parties that. that we'd have, like it would be like right after school. So you just like literally get out of your class and then go there for an hour right. and a half. And they'd have a DJ and the songs would go back and forth between grunge and hip hop. And nobody left the dance floor. Every song started. Everyone cheered. And I went to a very extremely diverse middle school. Mm -hmm. And like everybody dropped all semblance of any walls because we were all just happy because music was badass. Right. Right. Yeah. Everybody kind of loved a little bit of everything. It was just, it was except country. Cool. Everyone I know hated country. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. But when I left Chicago, they Uh, forgot that they hated country and they all got into it. What's interesting about country in the 90s. Uh, is it seems like it was really starting to make a transition because yes, yes. Because, because you had you that's yeah. where you started getting Shania Twain's and things like that. So there yeah. was this crossover. Appeal. You don't yeah. impress me. You, you, you get a lot of people like that's not country music. That's not country music. No, it's not because it's hot, so it's okay. Because we're making that transition to the country pop music. Yeah, the rockabilly, the old yeah, the yeah, old, like yeah. bluegrass roots. To yeah, pop. right. Yeah. And I mean, so, and I will say that that also gave birth to the one note country music, which is what I make fun of when my wife leaves K105 <laughs> on in the car and I get in and I turn the ignition and I get his on where the dude's doing this and he just keeps going for the whole time. Then he just keeps going on the same note for another line until he gets to the end. And I'm just like, this is trash music. Nailed it. And it's 90% of what they play on K105. Hey, I know that one. It went triple platinum. Yeah, eight times. I But I've learned recently the like what I call Southern rock versus rockabilly country. Like I'm starting to expand my country appreciation a lot. And it's taken this long because the nineties killed it. Because suddenly Garth Brooks okay. and all this stuff comes right. front, you know, the achy, breaky heart bull crap and oh, all you're that. You're comparing Garth Brooks and achy, breaky Here's, heart. I, yes, it's same yes, era. Yes. Same okay. era. Still, but I have no, you're to, right. you're, that's fair. <laughs> I have to Billy admit. Billy Ray and Garth Brooks are two totally different artists. <laughs> I have to admit, I, I am not a country music fan in any way, shape, manner, or form. Nope. But that said, 
I had a girlfriend take me to a Garth Brooks concert. Yeah. That's one of the greatest concert experiences I've Dude, ever had. Garth Brooks is a damn genius. It, his <laughs> but he concert came to, was amazing. Of, he a lot came, of people hate him, though. He came to, <laughs> I hate him. I mean, a lot of it, country, like country fans. That's the thing. He came to fame at a time where country music was some of the most rubber stamp bullshit I've ever heard. But he took, but he, he wasn't necessarily. He was basically the that. kiss of yes. country music. There you yeah. go. Because, and I'll just tell you how he opened his show. At the time, he had this this ballady um, hit on the radio, and it was um, it was on a piano. Mm-hmm. And so the, the stage opens; it's a giant stage, and the stage opens up, and this big giant grand piano comes out. Right, it's big white thing, and he's in this suit like he is in the in the video, and he's, he's yeah that there. video. I'm just saying, <laughs> I, I don't ask me the song name or whatever. I just know I've seen the video, and he's you know he's he's in a he's in a tuxedo and he's barefoot and he's got the big old hat on and he's sitting there playing this. Uh, piano to the beginning of the song suddenly the freaking piano opens up and the real garth brooks comes out (laughs) (laughs) and so but then all these other garth brooks pop out all around the arena in the back of the stand oh wait no that was michael jackson at the super bowl oh was chris gaines there too (laughs) he was totally there he was there he's the one playing the piano it's so crazy it was a great concert we also Could, couldn't name really one, even music. one of his songs. Like, right. Remember Boys to Men? Oh, Dude, yeah. I swear. Yeah. We had a, yeah. By the moon and the groups, stars man. in the sky. Well, that wasn't that them. That wasn't them. <laughs> <laughs> no, what are, oh, no. What was the, what was one? It's so hard to say Boys goodbye. to Men. Boys what, to what Men. What was amazing about that group? Is their first album hit hard. Dude, blew everybody away yeah. as hard as UB40 did. And then it did. <laughs> It didn't take long for that to to wane. But no, but I had I do, some issues. I do remember, like they were so hot and so poppy that everybody wanted to get their fingers into boys to men. Wait a minute, I wow, should. Gross. I want to back that up. Everybody yeah, wanted to get their hand. Back it up. Back. It. Everybody wanted a piece of back. boys to men pie. That's the best I can do. Like to the point where the uh, the night of the Cosby Show finale. <laughs> Which had like hours leading up to it of like you know remembering looking back on the Cosby Show. They had a music video and it was Boys to Men singing "It's So Hard to Say Goodbye to the Cosby Show." <laughs> to the Cosby Show. How many freaking graduating classes? Had that as <laughs> right, right. Is their song? Not everybody had gotten to Green Day "Good Riddance" yet. <laughs> that was ours. <laughs> And we also uh, saw an emergence of Dr. Dre. Doctor, don't forget about Dre. Yeah, Dre you had the old Cube. East Coast versus West Coast going yeah. on. Dude, that was Biggie and Tupac. Tupac. East, East Coast and West Coast was hot mid 90s. I remember mm-hmm. when I picked up my E40, the Hall of Game. See, that was my first like full on straight on West Coast CD that I bought. <laughs> and it was so dumb, <laughs> but I loved it. We also saw some major bitches. pipes hitting us. With Celine Dion, yeah, dude, Mariah Carey, yep. Whitney Houston oh, yeah. was pretty, ooh. yeah, she Whitney hit it pretty Houston, hard yeah. in the nineties. I remember Mark Stalter. We picked him up at his house one day in my old Mustang too, right? He hops in the back seat and just randomly goes, "You guys, I don't know if you understand this, but Mariah Carey's pretty hot." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> you've seen her in the Santa outfit." I mean, come on. <laughs> we also had some girl bands. We talked about. Yeah. Uh, some some of those we talk about, but in Vogue, TLC, Destiny's Child. Never gonna get it, never gonna get it, yeah. never 
hole. Get it, never gonna get it. Hole. Oh, oh, I'll pass on hole. <laughs> oh, come on, hole. Hole's I the was best. Not a hole fan. Kurt Cobain wanted an extra <laughs> serving. Oh, get it in the back of yeah, his. Yeah, he's got head. two. Oh, <laughs> right, who oh wants, man, who wants to hear <laughs> the ten most, the ten best pictures, best movies, uh, Academy Award winners for best picture. I forget we get wow. those every year. Probably. <laughs> so yeah, there would uh, be ten. Philadelphia, right? Forrest Gump, ninety. Uh, was Dances with Wolves. Yep, oh, Dances yeah. with Wolves. Wolves. Um, haven't seen it. <laughs> God, go ahead and beat me over the head. Avatar, Mike. <laughs> call your wife. No, I have not seen. Call Avatar. your wife. I'm not oh, letting you go right. home tonight. <laughs> all right, we we need to keep a count. So far, he's zero for one. <laughs> have you seen any movies, Mike? All right, dance. You're God like the anti me. You're like the uh, best music ever, and oh. it, it is it is seriously all a, right. Beautiful I movie. I can't wait to see. It. Gonna, God, I had that soundtrack until someone gonna borrowed have to build it. His never gave it back. So That's, slow. That soundtrack. <laughs> that soundtrack, that soundtrack alone is is like one of the most. Even if you've never seen the movie, it will like rip your balls out. <laughs> how moving it is. <laughs> all right. Why don't you put that in your book? Ninety-one. Let's go. Let's see. Uh, how all right. Ninety-one. Silence of the Lamb. Oh yeah. Yeah, so, I'm there. Yeah. Well, oh, we know you've I've seen, seen that, it yeah. because you saw it a couple weeks ago. Right. <laughs> I did not rewatch, but I did not see it in movie theaters. It was I did. some time I, later. They wouldn't have let me in the movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> me either. Yeah. 92. Oh, yeah, you guys are young. 92, uh, Unforgiven. Never seen oh, yeah, I've seen I've that. I've seen I've, I have I've seen never, that within the last year. Yeah, I was going to say, I've never <laughs> seen I know time. the plot. I know about the wooden gun. I've never seen it. Wait, no. Is Unforgiven the one with the wooden gun? Unfor- that's um, the western. Recall. It's Clint Eastwood. Clint yeah. Eastwood, right, right? But he did the other he's like one where he- old cattle rancher that. Goes okay, I'm thinking stuff. of the the other one where he's like the secret retired Secret Service dude or whatever. Okay, oh. okay, all right, ninety three. Schindler's List. No. Oh, <laughs> oh my God, one. Mike! We have to watch <laughs> that we, soon. Yeah, we, we're going to be watching it, yeah. but, weeks, but right? you've never seen it, no, and now I'm like, once. but what's going to happen to Mike? Because that movie ain't right. That's one of those that I'm not looking forward to, to be honest with you. I mean, I, I'm sure. I, I think I've told you this. Like, I'm glad I saw Private Ryan, but I don't need to see it again. Yeah, I have yeah, a no, feeling no. that this is going to be that. I've only, I've only seen. Be that way. <laughs> I've only seen Schindler's List once. I'm only going to watch it one more time for this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, you wouldn't watch it again. Right. So it's got Qui Gon in it, dude. I had a lot of Qui Gon. Yeah. All, All right. So like I'm, I'm one for three or four. So go ahead. Ninety four. Force Gump. Yes. Yeah. I've seen that. One. At ninety five. Braveheart. What the hell, Michael? <laughs> God, what were you doing in the 90s? I was Seriously? getting laid, damn it. You're out there like doing blow or something? Oh, is that what you do when you This, this might have to become a new segment. What, what movies have Mike seen? Oh, no. We'll come up with a list of movies and we'll just. Mike, I was keeping no. count, but I started gesticulating, so I no longer am holding the fingers. I feel a new segment coming yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my you're mentioning God. that. Mike! No, never seen it. 96. I'm going to be Wait, 95. Was that 95? That was 95. Okay. Wait, I said Braveheart, 95, right? Yeah. Yeah, we're six in at 95. Right. The most historically inaccurate movie of all time. Freedom! It's great. (laughs) 96, The English Patient. I have not seen that. English Patient, no. I have seen about a half an hour of it. I'm trying. Who's that in, movie who's is literally seven that, hours long. That would have been the dude what was uh, in uh, in the Three Musketeers Vold- and Voldemort, he was Robin. Right? Oh, yeah. Chris O'Donnell. Chris O'Donnell. Wasn't he the one in The English Patient? Yeah. I thought it was Voldemort. 
Oh, Ray Fiennes? Hey, I don't remember now. Uh, Ralph? Mm, Ralph Fiennes. Which one was he, Captain Corelli? Juliet. Uh, yeah, William, Ray William Defoe's in it. All right, Garrett got it right. I'm on a different movie entirely. Oh, William Defoe's in it? Mm. Maybe <laughs> I will see it. All right, right, back to the list. Uh, 97. Uh, Mike probably thinks this is the best movie of all time, Titanic. <laughs> my, have you seen it? My daughter, I've seen Titanic. My daughter loves okay. that movie. and what, Even yesterday was saying really? she wanted to watch it again. Actually, I The lied. biggest movie of all time in the 90s. 98 is what Mike thinks will be the best movie of all time. Shakespeare in Love. That's a good movie. Not seen that movie won an Oscar? Yes. You didn't know that? Best picture. That movie was terrible. Now, okay, I would say that Shakespeare in Love may be the best... The I best forgot. example of a 90s movie winning an Oscar questionably. Because what was it up against? <laughs> it's a uh, it doesn't say on the it's a here. decent movie, but it's also ridiculous and fictional and stupid. Also, it had your favorite Ben Affleck in it. <laughs> no but thanks. it I'm is an, it's, and it's Gwyneth a, Paltrow. And Gwyneth Paltrow. It's a fun it had movie. Joseph Fines in it. <laughs> I did not the know other, that. The yeah. other fine. It has it's it's a fun movie, but it's also kind of dumb. All right, to round out the 90s, I did not realize this. Uh-oh. American Beauty. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Have you seen American Beauty? I have seen American Beauty. So Mike said about almost half. Yep. Almost, oh, half. almost half. I had four. That's yeah. eh, not terrible. Four so you can definitely feel the Ten, end of the 90s is where the Oscars started giving the middle finger to the normal audiences. Yes. Yeah, where like they, the the best picture started becoming more up their own asses. Now, if we if we go to the top ten grossing box office films, Jurassic the Park, Matrix, so oh, number whoa. ten, Armageddon. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Have you seen that? Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. I've seen yeah. it. I also, uh, unfortunately, have seen it. <laughs> Talk about a killer soundtrack. Aerosmith. Number nine came out in '97. Men in Black. Oh, also a killer good. soundtrack. Okay. Take a walk with it. Just walk with it. Take I like a walk Men in Black. I like the original Men in Black. Yeah, uh, that's a good movie. Men in Black. And, and number eight coming out also in 97, The Lost World, Jurassic Park. Yeah. Uh, that was number one? eight because that movie was dog yeah, vomit. That was pretty The bad. worst movie in the Jurassic Six, series because they because Steven Spielberg read the book and then wiped his ass with it. <laughs> <laughs> you and then, read the book. Yeah. That's funny. Well, yeah. No, he didn't. Then the person who made Jurassic Park three said, "Hey, can I make Lost World can into a movie that? called Jurassic Park 3? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then uh, ninety uh, in coming in number seven in ninety nine was the Sixth Sense. Mike has not seen that. Oh. See, what Mike has hell? not seen it. He's let it. Been, he's been spoiled for him by nine hundred late night comedian. Dude, I watched funny movies in the nineties, like <laughs> Dumb and Dumber, all there all day. Dude, Bruce Willis was a comedic, comedic actor. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. he's hilarious. Haley Joel Osment knocks him dead. Hilarious. <laughs> number six and number five both came out. Both, both them, both, both them came out in ninety four and uh, Forrest Gump and Lion King. Seen both, right? Yeah, yeah. And then number four, Independence Day, came yeah. out in 96. Yeah. Welcome to Earth. Oh, that's- yep. <laughs> Welcome and number to Earth. three, and it came out in 93, Jurassic Park. Yep. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And I, I think we know the number two and number one slots here. Uh, Matrix? Dewey. And Titanic? Titanic. episode one. Oh, Menace. That's right. I, oh. Hello. And number yeah. one, Titanic, of course. Oh, right. Matrix right. wasn't on that list? I just did top. Uh, you know what? Matrix um, came in at eighteen. 
Yeah, I guess I was nobody gonna... saw it in theater. Wait, what was the one? I was going to say, I saw one? it well after theaters. The third, Jurassic Park. Oh, Jurassic Park. <laughs> Get another one? I don't know if y'all know this. He's still here. Ooh. But the, the the kid what was in the Jurassic Park. Oh yeah. That audition for the electric. audition Cute to play it. Robin Williams' son in Hook. Oh. But he was oh. deemed too young. But Steven Spielberg was like, "Hell, I like this kid, so I'm gonna. I promise, I'm gonna cast you in my next big movie." Damn. Dizzle am. <laughs> Whoa, he got lucky there. Yeah, he did. Interestingly enough, Dances with Wolf came in at 23. Dude, Dances with Wolf. God damn it, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) That is a movie where I'm never in the mood to watch it until I start it. And I go, I say to myself, why don't I watch (sighs) this movie every fucking month? And you guys are going to tell me it's one of those big three hour pictures, too, aren't you? I mean, two twenty, probably shy of four hours, I'd say. (laughs) It's about a two-hour film. <laughs> I'm looking but it up it's up. Kevin Costner, so those minutes. two hours only feel like five. 181 minutes. There, there you go. go. Yeah, 220. Oh, shit. 221. You got... Did I do the math right? I'm no. inebriated. Okay, not at all. But <laughs> two hours and 41 minutes. Am I right now? I Seriously, get okay, a calculator. So I need help. 60, 60 120, You said 181. Plus... 181, right? 180. 241. 60, what? 60, 120. No, no two, free. six. Three, three, three hours. hours and one minutes. Yep. That's the amount of I'll alcohol it freak. takes to break my math. <laughs> Michael. But I'll, you got credits in there. I'll so. sit on your lap and rub your leg to keep you awake. <laughs> I, I will totally watch this with you. No, how we love, like you particularly, I yeah. know, love Dancing Wolves. I watched it like probably 98, 99 for the first seen time. I have time too. I and I watched it. it a couple years ago and I went, my God, this is an annual viewing type movie. This is a movie that it's, you need to watch. It's oh, beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Because A, the cinematography is gorgeous. Yes. B, the music literally makes your balls hairy. And like, which I mean, in a good way. And, <laughs> and my hair on my balls. And it's one of those movies where Kevin Costner is just so damn likable. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin. Kevin. I do. I like my Kevin Costner movies. Yes. It's good stuff. That. So here's the problem, though. There's the best movies from the 90s. Most movies from the 90s are well, that's, that's, open that's, asshole. That's not necessarily the best movies. It, right. No. It, yeah. Uh, can we were winners in the top right. box? You're right. Ones. You're right. Groundhog Day was nowhere on that list. Nope. <laughs> but neither was clueless. <laughs> See, there you go. Like Empire Records? Come on. No, 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 no. Here, here we go. Damn I want to talk man. about I want to talk about what was in the theaters the most in the 90s. I'm talking movies like Volcano, Twister, mm-hmm. like all these natural ass yeah, disaster that, movies. That stuff really became popular. Armageddon right was mentioned, but within six months of Armageddon was Deep Impact. Right, right. All <laughs> Frodo of, in it. Wait, yeah, which, it sure one, did. which one had the black president? I can't <laughs> There were so many god-awful was, action yeah. movies in the 90s, like themed, themed action movies. Like, oh, this is what happens when a giant lobster attacks. Showgirls. Uh, yeah, showgirls. Oh, my God. <laughs> Have you ever tried to watch Showgirls? I'm so excited. You ever no. try to watch Showgirls? You ever watch Showgirls? I've seen, I've not officially, I've seen scenes from that movie. So I tried to watch it. And the reason being is when I was young, I thought Jesse was, was the, the hottest, hottest one. Yeah. 
I was one of those people. So I'm like, all right, I'm gonna watch this. And then I realized I realized how terrible an actress she is. She's not very good. That was one of the worst performances I've ever seen the, uh, by I've, I've anyone. seen the the sex scene in the pool. <laughs> I don't. Oh, I dear didn't, God! I didn't what? make it. I didn't make it that far. Mike. <laughs> oh, didn't you? No. Okay. There's a scene, and she has sex with somebody in a pool, and she is flapping about like a fish, <laughs> and like her arms are flailing. It's so awful. That that movie is That's terrible. Something I need to know now. <laughs> it's weird. All right. So we're in the '90s. So flip the card over, and you've got striptease starring Demi Moore. Oh yeah, and mm-hmm. and one mother effing uh, uh, Smokey and the Bandit, Bandit. Uh, I'm again, what? I'm too huh? drunk. Bandit from Smokey and the Bandit, do with the mustache. You know, uh, Turd Ferguson. It's a funny yeah, name, right. Turd Ferguson. Burt Reynolds. <laughs> Burt Reynolds. I can remember Turd Ferguson, but I can't remember Burt Reynolds. Norm Macdonald. That's right there for Norm. me. That's yeah, a funny name. But yeah, like. I, that movie was god awful, but it felt like, in, in some weird way, Striptease was a was a huge movie when it came out. It right. felt like it was almost kind of a satire, and that's why I think it worked. Other borderline adult films from the '90s that were freaking things out. Sharon Stone comes out with the oh, ba- basic, basic instinct, instinct, yeah, where she goes flashing her, you know, huts, her her goodie bits at the camera mm-hmm. at such a distance that it was, I mean. You would have had to shot so this graphic. You would. I was so graphic. You'd have had to shot this in 4K with like me able to pause and zoom to see anything, anything at all. People are like, ah, oh, she shows her sniz. Nah, the film was too grainy. I was like, we're talking like what 480 tops, but everyone lost their damn minds over that scene. Have you ever seen Basic Instinct? Yes. There are set Mm-mm. violent sex scenes in that yes. movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. Nobody talked about that. It was just Sharon Stone yeah, uncrossing and recrossing yeah, right. her legs, and Tipper Gore had a fit. That uh, that movie, I don't even know what I think about that movie. It was it's just kind of like it was boring. Yeah, it was as hell. Yeah. Also, also the the Michael Douglas's like girlfriend wife with the brunette way hotter yeah. than Sharon Stone. You, you, amen. <laughs> way hotter. <laughs> Made no sense at all. Nineties had the like I don't say the best, but my favorite comedy movies of all oh, time. Oh, me too. Really? Like, yes. <laughs> yeah. Like Happy Gilmore. Yes. Uh, Billy Madison. Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy. I'm there for that. Black Sheep. <laughs> Ace Ventura. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Madison. Yes. I do. Water Boy. Yes. These are all oh, the basically the Lorne Austin Michaels Powers? produced right. films. Austin Powers. Lorne Michaels is attached Wayne's to every World? movie you've said so far. Amen. Wayne's World. Agreed. I'm with you. Pulp you, Fiction. Okay. There. You, wait. <laughs> that movie's hilarious. I actually don't like Pulp Fiction at all. Oh, I actually, I okay. So I've only seen like Pulp Fiction. Like, I should watch it again, probably once or twice. Yeah, and and of his films, like okay, what was it? R- Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, people the, freaking out, freaking love that movie, dude. In high school, I, I remember like it. okay, my girlfriend was obsessed with Pulp Fiction. I get into these talks in like math class or some shit. And do like, oh, you don't like it? You know what you need to see? You need to see Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> Reservoir Dogs, badass. And I watch Reservoir Dogs, and I'm five minutes into Steve Buscemi talking about how he doesn't tip, and I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> that that was a bad. That was, that was a, a terrible idea. movie. I I hated that. Bad movie. suggestion. Well, th- and that's why but it took me so long to watch Pulp Fiction because I hated Reservoir Dogs and so that's much. The thing I need to watch Pulp Pulp Fiction now that I've separated from the context of my girlfriend being obsessed sure. with it and all these other people. What about Space Jam? 
Yeah. Well, they got a sequel coming out, coming yeah. soon. One, one of the best Yay. movies of all time, The Big Lebowski. Oh, there you go. The dude. That, that's one of my all-time favorite movies. And the end of the night. Hook. The dude right. abides. We were just Hook. watching Hook yeah. when Howie Watch walked in earlier. My daughter <laughs> really? loves that movie almost as much as I do. Sisters Act movie. came up. In the sisters night. Act. The Sisters Act. Sister what, Act sister and Sister Act, Act yeah, too. Sister Both Act, of them. Yeah. yeah. Office Space. Yeah. Right at the right at the tail end of the nineties, but still classic. Yeah. Movie. Yeah. And you know what's funny? That was at the tail end of the nineties, and then that's a movie that didn't make. I don't know if it even made its budget back in theaters. No. But in DVDs, it went. No, it did. while it was the number one selling DVD. And I will tell you right now. Are you ready planet. for this? I have heard anecdotally that when we were in college, that was the most borrowed and not given back DVD. <laughs> Everybody I at the theater at the, when that came out. Oh, really? We had the stand-up guy with the post-its all over him. Yeah. To put out in the lobby. They, uh, no one saw that. I was going to say no one, because no nobody one. knew what no it was. One. The marketing on that film was abysmal. But I'm telling you, like people would literally come in the room like, "Did you guys borrow my Office Space DVD?" <laughs> Dude, no, we have Office Space. I Is remember. It mine? No, we didn't borrow your office. Somebody borrowed my Office DVD and they didn't give it back. Like it was Office Space was it's the funny that you DVD. mentioned DVDs because obviously DVDs, DVDs were huge back then. That's yeah. right. I got all my DVDs and. One of my first DVDs was definitely Office Hell Space. yeah, because it did so poorly in theaters, you could get in the Walmart 588 bin. <laughs> in the paper cover. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the like, cardboard cover. It didn't even yes. have plastic on it. Yes. <laughs> I forgot. I, I still have that running I, around here somewhere. That's the version I have. <laughs> yes. I probably have it in the in the room adjacent here. I, I remember a freshman year of college, like, across the hall, it was Austin Powers 24-7. <laughs> It was always on TV. They always had it running. On a, I know. It was, they, it was a VHS. So it wasn't DVD. So they rewind it all the way to the beginning and immediately play it again. I know whose room you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> now, when my freshman, our freshman year, when I was having that, like you're two weeks in and you're realizing that you're no longer under the protection of mommy and daddy at home anymore. And I was all like depressed because I'm like, I don't know how many friends are making stuff like that. My mom, my, I called my mom. Oh, I'm sad. I'm at college. And she goes, put on it. Just put on a video. Leave your door open and put on. My mom suddenly becomes the wizened sage of college, right? Just, and she didn't even finish college. Just put on a video and leave your door open. And you know what I popped in, Mike? Dumb and dumber. Of course you did. <laughs> I popped that VHS like in on my 13 inch TV. 15 minutes later standing room only in our dorm room and nice. our dorm our nice. freshman dorm rooms were gigantic yeah and it was standing room only and i met <laughs> at least a third of like our group that we're still friends with that night it was something speaking of something fifth element yeah. oh yeah Ow! best movie of all time right there now yep. it's funny i remember when that movie came out and we were starved of Star Wars at that time. <laughs> no, that's, the Star that's, Wars comparisons actually, were actually pretty funny. Sci-fi that wasn't up its own butt it was, was like, relatively. Oh, oh man, this is this is the best thing since Star Wars. Yeah, everybody said that about uh, about um. God dang it, Will Smith. Avatar. Oh, no, oh. Independence Day. Independence yes. Day. I, same thing. You're no, right. Absolutely. No. Okay. I have a confession. Saw Independence Day in theaters. But then I saw it again at a drive-in in, in Springfield, Ohio with my parents. We were in Springfield. We had time to kill. And I went with my parents to drive-in. I'd already seen it. We watched it. And I told, I said these words to my dad. I'm like, Dad, don't you think this is good as Star Wars? <laughs> and my dad goes, 
Well, <laughs> let's just hold up a minute. <laughs> now, my dad is not an avid Star Wars fan, but he hip-checked me into the boards that night. But doesn't that tell you how starved for how, Star Wars by that time? Yes. This is 96, 97 People by that don't time? understand how we had had no action sci-fi at no, all. No, you're right. In the 90s, it, I mean, until Phantom I mean, Menace, but... We had Wayne's World. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, a baking powder? <laughs> Swing. Seriously, other than Fifth Element and Independence Day, what do we have in terms of you know sci-fi? You know, action that was decent. I can't recall anything. I'm Men sure. In black. Yeah, Men like that. Yeah, that was that, uh, yeah, that, just, was, that was after the fact. We but, just talked about Deep Impact, Mike. No, no that's deep. That's, but no, again, no, that's impact. a disaster no, film, not no. sci-fi yes, necessarily. Correct. I, I mean, it's just it was a genre that was almost sneered at. Mm-hmm. In the eighties, in the late in the eighties, no one could compete with what Star and Wars know, and Star Trek right. was doing. Yes, and I don't know, and maybe that scared people away. I don't know. I think it did. I think it was it was they just considered it niche because they couldn't compete. Right. At least that's what I uh, choose I mean, to on had, a level that was. We had Total Recall. <laughs> yeah, and, all the and, Arnold and here, okay. <laughs> that's no, fair. That's like fair. Fifth Element. That's Terminator a perfect too. example. Well, okay, Terminator. That's a Two. different genre. Yeah, a little bit, but, action, but but Total yeah. Recall, I say, is a perfect example. Yeah. If you look at the original Total Recall film, it is a goddamn shit show, dude. But that, I love that it. Movie's amazing. I know, <laughs> I know. But it's a shit show. It's garbage, but it's awesome. And at the time, we were so star for it. We're like, yeah, yeah. yes, yes. Did, exactly. Run- did Running Man come out in the night? Oh, yeah, that was eighties, right? No. Running Man was eighties. Was it? Yeah. I'm pretty positive. Oh man, okay. That's in that same vein, though. But yeah, I mean, in the '90s, he was doing Kindergarten Cop. We're a little bit after yeah, Running Man. Yeah, true twins. Yeah, that was actually that. Okay, <laughs> we would be remiss not to bring up the situation comedy of the '90s. The '90s, I feel, was the decade that made the sitcom yeah. as a cinematic, as a film genre. The '90s milked the sitcom for all it was worth. In the '80s, we had certain things like you know, Meatballs. Porky's Money Pit, which is one of my favorite films, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But in the '90s, I felt like two thirds of the movies were like, "Let's take an action star <laughs> and put him in a with children." Now, now they do that with everybody. Like, all right, right. let's have you know Dave Bautista with you know right, he's yeah. a CIA agent <laughs> with, with kids. little girl, yeah. yeah. But back then, that was like it wasn't a joke. Back then, that those were the major cinematic releases coming out. Such as Kindergarten Cop, which I watched again recently, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna say it. That shit still slaps. Yeah, it's not bad. Kindergarten Cop is still an enjoyable movie. <laughs> not a not, tumor. I've not, not seen a tumor. it. I've not seen that. Girl, boys have a penis. Girls have a vagina. Mike, <laughs> <laughs> you've never seen Kindergarten Cop? No. My oh, jeez. <laughs> you guys are not talking my language now. It takes place in Astoria, Oregon, which is where uh, also uh, the Goonies take place. Now, oh, same go. town, yeah. same universe, right. same universe, same universe, yeah. same part universe. of the Goonies All universe. Right. So this is the last movie top ten list I want to do. All right, fair enough. Oh. This is Rotten top- Tomatoes. All right, top ten worst. Let's do it. Oh, top ten rated, rated. We okay. haven't talked about seven yet. Oh, hopefully yeah. it's on the list. Seven. I know. What's in the box? Number What's ten. In the box? Box? Add me at the end of Falcon the Winter Soldier today. Number ten. The yeah, Matrix. me too. <laughs> wait, wait, what? Huh? Number ten, The Matrix. Yeah. Hell right. yeah. So The mm-hmm. Matrix was my first date with two different girlfriends, not girls that I dated, 
two different girlfriends, which is how long that movie was in theaters. Dude, that movie yes. blew my mind. I did not see it in the theaters. I actually saw it. I saw that movie sitting at my computer, at, you know, back when you had um, <laughs> DVD drives in your computer. Yeah, I watched it on my computer oh, wow. screen. Oh, no. And I I just remember seeing that my mind was so blown after I, that yeah. end scene where he's beating up the Smith. I'm like, no. You want to know how hipster <laughs> I am? You want to know how hipster this, this shit is over here? So I took a girl to see The Matrix and we walked out and she's like, that was amazing. I've never seen anything like it. I'm like, well, I mean, Dark City. <laughs> I have no idea. Dark City. I Dark have, City, dude. I Dark City. I've I've made, every, made all the guys in college. It. I made watch Dark well, City after the Matrix. Yeah, you, yeah, you too. Pro- so this is a similar concept. Similar prior to more a little more sci-fi. Has your favorite way. actor in it, Mike? Yeah, Rufus uh, Sewell. <laughs> wait, wait, what? Who? Rufus Sewell. Uh, okay. Rufus. It's also so, got. Uh, uh, he plays the bad guy in everything. Yeah, and Kiefer Sutherland. And William Hurt. Oh, Jennifer Connelly. I forgot. Yeah. Oh, there you Sewell. go. Now you're talking the about the bad language. guy from Lethal Weapon Two. Diplomatic immunity. Yeah. The guy what looks Remember? like. Yeah. Yeah. Remember a Knight's Tale, Mike? Yeah. You know the bad guy in A Knight's Tale? Oh, man. It's been a while. The, oh. <laughs> Have you actually seen I remember the Alan Tale? Tudyk. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, basically, yeah, the dude that's not Werner Herzog. Alan. But looks exactly yeah, like him. Okay, yeah. I think I know you. All right, yeah. Now number nine. Whew, that took a long time for number ten. <laughs> Dark City was a great movie. I'm just saying. That, 90s. Was, that was not on the list. <laughs> I don't think it holds up. Like, number nine. Not as well, no. <laughs> Thelma and Louise. Uh, uh, never saw it. Never, I don't think I've seen that. I, I saw that movie when it came out. Everybody was going ape shit. And it, it was like. Pitt in it. Yeah, it was early Brad Pitt. And I remember seeing the movie. Directed and, by Ridley Scott. Come on. No, 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 no. It's a, it's a very serious film. Hmm. But even then, and, and maybe, this was, maybe this was me projecting myself 20 years into the future, but I remember going, God, yes, kill yourself. Get it over with. <laughs> <laughs> I was literally like, I am not rooting for the two of you hedonistic, hedonistic dirtbags. Drive over the cliff and be done with it. <laughs> Toy Story 2, coming in at number 8. Uh, okay. What is? Toy, Toy Story, Story 2. I thought you said Police Story 2. I'm like, was that published by Sierra? <laughs> Did I play that on my Packard Bell? That. Yeah. Police uh, Quest. We've talked about this one. Number seven's Jurassic Park. Yes. Woo! Yep. Woo! Still I'll great, watch that still great film. Of the week. Cool. Still, right and surprisingly... Cool. <laughs> Surprisingly, the the special effects hold up on yeah, that. Yeah, so, so we watched well. it recently because my daughter's been watching the Jurassic World cartoon. Oh, jeez. There is a cartoon now okay. where dinosaurs eat people, arr, arr. and and I'm not joking. They mm-hmm. eat people, not graphically, but it actually happens on this cartoon. And my daughter is like, that's one of her number one shows right now. Nice. So we've been going back and watching, and they slap, bro. They hold up like hell. Th- that CG is first off the all the um, practical effects are still 100%. The CG is like 95.9 because Steven Spielberg, even though he was blazing the trail, he didn't go George Lucas in the green swimming pool. Right. He knew that mm-hmm. there were limits right. and they played within yep. those limits. Yep. And that, yeah, that's th- those guys were best when they knew what their limits were. Yep. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, you guys know Ethan Hawke, right? Yes. Coming Gattaca. Oh, yeah. Number six. No, I wish. <laughs> uh, Training day? Before Sunrise. Oh, really? No, I've never heard of this movie. movie. Maybe it's a rom com. 
<laughs> I would have heard of it. Or just the ROM. Yeah, you're right. Just the ROM. I'm sorry, I think it's just the ROM. Uh, number five, The Big Lebowski. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Really? I thought Big Lebowski was a flop at the time. No, and this that is it, highest rated. Rated. Oh, rated. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair, yeah, okay. Got it. Uh, number That's, four. Oh, I love that Very movie disappointing. So much. Titanic. Dude, here's the thing. You know what? There's things about that. Stop there's things trying, about that, that film that are good. Stop. No, I won't say that. Stop shit. trying to make Titanic happen. Yeah, no, that's crazy ass, Not Mike. What happen. I will say is that you need to start watching more movies so I you can liked, understand why Titanic I like the look of that film. No, it's trash. I watched it recently. So okay. That movie spawned <laughs> a chain of museums. True. <laughs> Very and true. I've been to one in the last year. I've been to one too. <laughs> and my daughter is obsessed with the movie now after having gone to the museum in Branson, Missouri. Why did you go to a museum so that she would do that? My, my wife is already obsessed. Dude, the, I mean, the history of it is great. The, it's no, it's yeah, very appealing. The type, Before the movie came out, the spookiness of that whole thing I wouldn't say fascinated me. The movie. But then the movie came out and tainted the hell out of all of it for me. <laughs> I, I, I will do, say this. About I'm not saying it's movie. a good movie, but it doesn't taint things for I'll me. I'll say it this does about for me a little bit. It had Billy Zane in it. It did have so. Billy Zane. That so was it, very redeeming. And it had Kate Winslet's boobs. Uh, okay, so when I was in the theater, <laughs> I sat between my mother and my girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, I've heard the story. Yep. In fact, I think you've told the story. And, on and one of them, each, <laughs> each one of them covered one of my eyes. <laughs> Oh, that's a shame. So only this year did that I see Kate shame. Winslet's boobies, and I'll admit. It would have made the movie a little bit. <laughs> a little better. A little better. <laughs> a little better than it was. Um, uh, Number three, Lion King. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. I love that it's cartoon. Solid. Popular. Solid. Yeah. Solid. Soundtrack slaps. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Just can't wait uh, to be Number two. Do, 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 do. Number two. Highest rated. The Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, oh, that's a good movie. Damn that good was movie. the longest night of his. That was life. a flop. <laughs> yes, damn critically. good movie. Or not yeah. critically, but because it had mostly. a it had a name that drove no one to the theater. But, that but it, I mean, it was better than the than the I name mean, of the short story. In the, I would in imagine the novel. In it. I would imagine that's it's one of those problem. two that had great DVD like yes, aftermarket no, absolutely. sales. Yeah. Oh I yeah. Mean, again, in the novel or in the in the novella, whatever. Rita Hayworth and the Shawshank Redemption. That that ain't bringing anybody to the theaters. It's like too Wong Fu. Thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. It ain't bringing butts to the seats, right? Even if it's a good movie, right? Which I think it is. But Shawshank Redemption was a film where people are like, I don't know what the hell's going on. Apparently, it's about a prison. That sounds depressing, and it's got a name that I don't understand. And they didn't go see it. And then when they saw it, they went, Oh my! Right. You God. know what? And I'm glad that they. I mean, because a lot of times. Especially nowadays, they'll opt to change the title to oh, get yeah. people into the well, seats. I mean, they did. They shortened it. But, but they, yeah. But the point is, from an artistic standpoint, I'm very thankful that they didn't. Yeah. They didn't like change it to like Revenge of the Prisoner or some or, crap. Or like, like that. instead of, you know, Rapunzel, you call it Tangled, you know, that kind of crap. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, stop, 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 stop. <laughs> How do you feel about that, Mike? He Shawshank Redemption is easily on my top ten. Yeah, probably. It's hard yeah. to leave it out. Yeah, it, it is. Like it my, is. It's definitely in my top three. If it's playing, I will sit through till the yes. end. Yes. Yeah. One hundred percent. If it's on, I can't change it. Yeah. 
God, yeah, every part of that movie is so good. I mean, I don't even have a TV subscription where that could happen, and I would still say, if I was at Garrick's house and it was on, I would not change it. Now, this, <laughs> this guys, I want you to take note. This edges out the Shawshank Redemption mm. for the number one slot. It better be super good. Pulp Fiction. Nope. Yeah, okay. it is super good. Nope. I have to. I'll, it's been a long time since I've that, watched that movie, you know but I remember, like I said, finally watching it after it's, rejecting it, it for so long. Let's it's, watch it together because right, I still it's have. A, it's a, a great movie. We're going to do a build here pretty soon. Maybe Royale can, with uh, cheese. I got it. We can yeah. watch some Pulp Fiction <laughs> and build a computer. So. Yep. <laughs> oh, I do need to bring booze that. I'm huh? telling you what. I'm telling you what. John Travolta. And Samuel Jackson. That was actually that's, a really great return. That was part. an odd Marvel matchup, but that's a. I mean, it was great for and, uh, and even Uma Thurman in there, who's a little oh, bit yeah. more of an unknown at the time. True. Uh that that's one she of the things. Great. What again? Yeah. <laughs> Bruce yeah. Willis what? was yeah. great in that dude. There were so many great actors in that man. A lot of actors who you hadn't heard that much from recently. Mm-hmm. I mean, prior to that, John Travolta was in what? Look who's talking. Uh, that probably came after, man. No, I this think it came 94. just before. I think Luke was, the first look who's talking, I think, would have been just Saturday prior to Fever? that. Saturday Night yeah, Fever? Yes, seriously. The 70s. That's what I thought. Vinny I, Barbarella or whatever his name was. Dude, he was, Barbarino. he was dead in the 80s. I mean, just nothing. He was doing nothing. Right. After Grease and Welcome Back, Cotter and Rhinestone. Was he in Rhinestone Cowboy with... Maybe. Whatever he was in with, uh, yeah. with Dolly Parton. He disappeared. I think Look Who's Talking was first thing. And if you watch Look Who's Talking, he has a gut. Yeah, right. He has a gut. Well, he's he's not, completely out of he's shape. He's not very thin in Pulp Fiction either. Nobody's more trim than he was in Look Who's Talking <laughs> as the cab driver <laughs> and Look Who's Talking. But I think Look Who's Talking was like the Scientology back on the map, <laughs> Mark. But then Pulp Fiction was the back to the front. Yeah, right. Kind of thing. Yeah, I'm just, I was honestly a little surprised that got the number one rated i'm not yeah i mean I'm, to I'm, me I'm, pulp fiction and and uh with shawshank are like i if they were both on at the same time see if i, I, I don't Garrett know would have a panic attack I, hurry, <laughs> go buy another tv <laughs> two tvs we need elvis the shit up in here i'd break out my ipad and stream one yeah. <laughs> what are some of his other films what i mean uh Shark? John Travolta? No, 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 no. The, the the filmmaker. Oh, Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, Tarantino. Tarantino. Reservoir Dogs. Obviously, yeah, Reservoir mentioned. Dogs. No, Kill trash. Bill, which I liked Volume One, one a lot, and, and Volume Two did nothing for me. I need to watch those. I have those in my queue. Inglorious Bastards. I don't think I got more than thirty minutes in Inglorious Bastards. I got interrupted. And I never finished it. Jang- Django Unchained. No, never started it. What's the with Thermal? I've got the Once Kill Upon Bills. a Time Kill Bills. Kill Bills. Hey, you see my- Jackie Brown? Jackie I haven't Brown's seen Jackie Brown, good. but See, I'm pretty sure he's I would got love a, it. There's a lot of um, in my queue that I want to see. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is a piece of art that I think you'll enjoy the shit out of okay. because it's it's got parts of it that are intensely artistically moving and right. parts that are just like, oh, hell yes. Yeah, yeah Tarantino. Jackie, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, it's to say Jackie Brown doesn't seem like a Tarantino film because it's more or less chronological. <laughs> like from front oh, to back, from, it goes in one that direction. That is unusual for him. Yeah. Like, this is so weird. All right, boys. Oh, he did the Dust Till Dawn stuff. Yeah, so that was my first taste, and I was like, okay, I get it. Cheech Marin knows there's a lot of different types of pussy. I don't need <laughs> to watch that anymore. He movie, was also he also co-starred in that. 
Yes, he did. Yeah. I was not a fan. No. All right. In 1993, what show finale was the most watched television episode of the decade? Um, that would be Cheers. Seinfeld? Hell yes, it was. Oh. I must be the luckiest son of, son of a bitch alive. Oh, man. Seinfeld would have been in like 97. Yeah. yeah. I remember going to church after the Cheers yeah, finale, and so I'm going, why do they have to cuss? <laughs> the last line was, I must be the luckiest son of a bitch alive. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. What was the best selling artist of 1999? Of 99? Mm-hmm. Artist Sell- as in uh, music? Music. Artist? Yep. Best selling Spice 99. Girls? Nope. Uh, da, 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 Backstreet? Backstreet Boys, Mike, <laughs> with the save. <laughs> what was the best selling VHS tape of the 1990s? VHS. Um, Jurassic Park? The blank ones. No, that's the blank ones. Only yeah. because there were different brands. So if everybody went BASF, you'd have won that one clear. 1990. Okay, so this had to be early on because in the mid 90s, we got DVDs. late 90s. Everybody was transitioning to DVDs. DVDs. It was okay. late 90s. Best selling VHS tape. ET. I'll give you a no. I'll give you a, Star Wars. That's my. That's all I'm giving you. Make way for Prince Ali. <laughs> Aladdin? Oh, Aladdin. Okay, that makes sense. Oh, that sure. makes sense. Yeah. All right. Yep. Yeah, the Disney get it stuff. Before it gets to the vault. Actually, the, yep, yep. That stuff One was huge back then. billion dollars worth of VHS tapes. Wow. Mm. I still wow. have that one somewhere. I think I might, too. And the big squishy My mom. Disney I should have known that. My mom <laughs> yeah. collected all those VHS. She has all the classic covers and uh, all of them. All yep. Does she have the uh, Little Mermaid with the Wiener Castle? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> so in 1999, gentlemen, what toy sold more than two million to children in America? Kitty babies. And the NSA declared <laughs> yeah. it an international threat and banned people from carrying them because, according to the CBS News, the Chinese government had installed secret listening devices in them. Oh, that's got to be the Furby. Boom! <laughs> out of the park. <laughs> <Furby>. <laughs> yeah, they banned him from the Pentagon and everything. Yes, Furby was banned because they were listening <laughs> devices built into them. I don't know, how was like a Chinese uh, spy going to sneak into your house and download the sound off of them? It's not like they had cell network. I don't know. <laughs> or maybe know. they did. They had yep. 5G before it was cool. What, uh, what handheld toy sold 76 million uh, oh, and boy. And oh and held quite a, a few people in their pockets at the time. Seventy six million of this. Not a Game Boy. Well, I'll tell you, the Game Boy didn't it come out in the late eighties. I believe it yeah, did, and it's not the Game Boy. Smaller than I'm the Game say Boy. The Tomagotchi. Nailing it out of the park. <laughs> Garrick is. You're what tailoring fuck? these. Qu- tailoring these. <laughs> that, that was one of my favorite. Yeah, you are, aren't you? That, <laughs> I, don't e- I don't even know what you're talking that, about. You don't know what Tamagotchi no, is? No oh, idea. No, I, I don't old. either. Really? Oh, you didn't have a Tamagotchi? I had, no, no, I had a Tamagotchi. No idea what you're talking about. So, I had a rip off one because I couldn't afford the right. I think I probably did too. I had a Yoda one. They had they were like keychain size little egg shaped things and you had a little digital pet on this little lcd screen that okay. you would sounds feed. dumb i remember that my my brother and sister like Lori and josh yeah those. and I, actually there's a great scene in the oh in this the, is interesting because we have a divide uh an equal divide in age for yeah. that toy in this group yeah or, i barely had any interest yeah, in i'm one. the youngest end of the divide and yeah Mike's obviously mm-hmm. the oldest and there was actually a great <laughs> scene in, in Shit's creek where where david recalls his sister he, <laughs> yes <laughs> he left all of his tamagotchi with her and they were adult tamagotchi 
he'd already completely phrased them and they all died because she didn't feed them when he went on vacation. <laughs> and it's a great scene. He's like, they're adults. You pretty much had to actively choose to kill them. <laughs> <laughs> I never got mine to adult age. I, what, had, to, I had to gigapet. Yeah. Oh, hey. What <laughs> it was, was Yoda? I think alive and if I weren't the, his force powers, if I weren't asking this question, I would know the answer. What was the best selling car of the 90s? The Jeez. Escort? Ford Escort? Oh, sorry, no. Huh. Mazda Miata. Hell no. <laughs> was it a Toyota? The best selling car. Oh, it's got to be like a Dodge Caravan or something. You right? got, uh, wow. I would, I would have, I this would have been my first guess, but I used to work in the automotive. Was it a Taurus? Nailed it. Taurus? The oh, freaking yeah. Fish Everybody had a freaking Ford, Taurus, yeah. man. Dude, Ford oh, Taurus was everybody's Those nasty, car. rounded. <laughs> Thank yes. you. Yeah. They yes. looked like ugly ass fish. <laughs> when they first came out, I was like, oh, that's interesting. When they first came out, it yeah. was like, oh, okay. It yeah. didn't take too long when you're like, <laughs> when they like, first yeah, came out, no it thanks. was like Ford's like, what if we made the same boxy car that is the Mustang, the Escort, the Probe, whatever, but we made it a little bigger. <laughs> Yay! But then they turned into this rounded-ass yeah, carpass looking dumb thing. And everybody had one. Everyone. Everybody. Oh, Best-selling console true. of the 90s. Uh, nice. mm-hmm. Super, Super Nintendo? Nintendo? Uh, Sony PlayStation. Sony PlayStation yeah, yeah, yeah. came oh, in swinging okay. hard at the end. You guys already guessed what the best, uh, most popular portable console would be, so that's not even a thing. Game Boy. Game Boy. Yeah. But what was the most popular cell phone sold in the nineties? Uh, Nokia. Nokia. Yeah. Brick ass mother effing <laughs> cell phone where they've dug them up out when they've been paved over in streets and people have dug them out and charged them and they still, <laughs> and they still work. work. Nice. Those, Those things, things are bad ass. Yeah, Nokia was, I know because I worked in the cell phone industry. You did? Back, uh, back yeah. then. And, uh, well, late 90s. But um, yeah, those things were. They could take Everywhere. a beating, yeah. and back then, when batteries lasted you sixty active minutes tops, those things were last well, a day. Those batteries <laughs> were significantly smaller and and less powerful than the, what they're putting in now. Yeah, because it didn't take right take much. Right, right, right. because you, you only you used them to make calls or play. Snake. I was going to say you <laughs> you didn't have a screen to. Well, you're not generating three D images. Right. Yep, on your screen. All right, here's a weird one for you: the best selling game or toy. I'm throwing oh, that in there. It. Of 1991. Oh, geez. Game? Like a board game? Game slash toy. I'm saying that specifically. This is a hard one. I would have 91? I would have said this comes from Why? way earlier. Why are you asking these, these It's not a Cabbage Patch doll. Is nope. It? It's, not, it's a, not a game. Let's say it plugs into toy. the wall. Well, he said toy. Plugs into the wall. Slash toy. Teddy Ruxpin. Oh, he doesn't plug it. He had batteries. Z. Oh, he had sure. C batteries. Would you like to play a game today? All right. Uh, no. Answer, please. Light bright, light bright. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. Yeah, that surprised me. All right. What was the most popular snack? What was going to net you the most shit if you traded in your lunch that day? Doritos. No. Crystal clear Pepsi. <laughs> Not <laughs> crystal Pepsi. No. What? What could you? What could you milk? Those hot lunch bastards for their brownie for if you had one in your packed lunch. Oh, was it uh, Lunchables? Oh, you're no. nah, nah. The fruit roll up. Oh, fruit roll up. Oh, yeah, yeah, most yeah, fo- yeah, yeah. popular yep. snack yep, of yep, the yep, 90s. Yep, yep, yep. 
best-selling toy of 1999. It wouldn't have been found in any aisle that we shopped in, but if you wandered into a pink tickle me Elmo, a pink aisle, not the kid, not oh. the baby aisle, the pink aisle. Best-selling 99 toy of 1999. Oh, uh, oh, I'll give you a, a hint. Barbie of some sort, right? It wasn't a Malibu house. Barbie's dream car. Dream house. Dream house here. Dream house. Right, right. Dream Barbie dream house. Yep. Uh, what was the minimum wage in the 90s? Federal minimum <laughs> wage. 515. I made... 535. Wait, uh, over all of the 90s? It can't be because when I got my first job, it was less than this. Okay. <laughs> my first wage job was in 1990 and I made 385 an hour. Right. This must have been the end oh, of the 90s. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I made my first job in 95. 425? 410 an okay. hour. Nailed it. 425? 425. Yeah. Four and a quarter, well, baby. Yeah. <laughs> wow, you guys were underpaid. I started at 515. Yeah. I was a trainee. I, yeah, gotcha. I think I started at 525. Oh, no. Oh, no. I made 410 as a trainee at Arby's in 90. I got up to Taco Bell. Menards, Taco man. That was, they paid yeah. good. What was the fastest growing chain of the 90s? This, think in modern oh, terms, man. should be easy to answer. Applebee's? You spend a lot of money at Applebee's these days, do you? <laughs> not, no, not today. Speaking you said of, back then. I'm thinking about modern terms for the fastest growing chain of back then. That doesn't make sense. To me. I will give you a hint. If Amazon? it's too busy, go to the one across the street. McDonald's? Uh, no, 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 no. Starbucks. Starbucks. Yeah. It is. Uh, fastest Starbucks. growing chain of the that 90s. The best selling holiday toy of the 90s would have been. Tickle me, Elmo. <laughs> Actually. That's a that's a really I good guess. That yeah, because I remember that. But no, this would have been a year over year the best Bean selling babies. holiday toy. And also, yeah, I would say where we live, this would not have been a toy that you could use much around the holidays. You might have had to wait until it warms up outside. A bike, slip and slide, cold and then warmer. <laughs> Lawn darts. <laughs> Jarts? No, those Jarts. were banned by then. The Super Soaker. Oh, Super Soaker. Oh, right. yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yep. Oh, yeah. And remember Garrett... that Super Soaker that shot goo? I no. don't remember that. Okay, you should look up that commercial. I Garrett, what, what called, do you think the most disgusting. installed piece of software on computers was in the 90s? Other than the like Microsoft what? Windows. The, the most installed piece of software that you would oh, go out 90s? and acquire of the 90s. AOL? Yeah. That's what I would have That's guessed. That's a fair guess. That's or Encarta of some sort. But in 1993, this piece of software beat out Windows 95. It beat out Windows to become the most installed piece of software on computers in that year of 95. I'll give you a hint. You could get the free version on one three and a half inch floppy, but the full version came on several. <laughs> it's either Wolfenstein or uh, Doom. It is Doom. Doom, Doom yeah. was the biggest one. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. You only needed DOS for that. You didn't yep. need Windows. Um, so what uh style invention, what like fashion invention was involved invented by a high school shop teacher and extremely popular in the nineties? Say that again. What fashion item was invented by a high school shop teacher and extremely fashionable in the nineties? Um <laughs> A fake finger. Nope. <laughs> Everybody's wearing those fake fingers everywhere you went. It's a, it's a hard one. Finger. But is it's worth it, uh, Is it like uh, the jelly? 
You were so the close. jelly shit. So I'm glad you brought that up. That was 80s <laughs> when that first. Yeah, hit. the jelly and the uh, jelly shoes, shoes right? Yeah. Is yeah. right. so it like a scrunchie the, or something? It's not the it's not the brace little bracelet thingies. The slap bracelet. Yeah. Slap yes. bracelet. Oh, slap bracelet. Yeah, oh, those, yeah. Those, yeah. Are, those are coming back, dude. Yeah, yeah my daughter. My kids has a have those. Yep. yep. Yeah, but remember that was like a well, huge. Yeah. thing. As soon as we say they're coming back, they've already started to go out. That's true. Murdered <laughs> yeah, them right there. They're done. Yep. What video game was played in space for the first time in the 90s? Uh, Star Wars? That was Space Invaders. In the Let's 90s. just say it might have been a Russian cosmonaut who played it. <laughs> he, Tetris? He means Tetris. It, it was oh. actually played in space. Gotcha, in gotcha, the gotcha, space. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yep. I thought you were, the setting was space. No. <laughs> I get it now. All right. <laughs> I don't know how to make this into a question. I'm just going to say it. The thigh master and the mood ring were invented by the same person. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Wow. You guys remember watching Chrissy from Three's Company Doing working those me. thighs at 1030 oh, yeah. at night and you're trying so hard not to make, make sure your family doesn't catch you doing what you're doing? <laughs> I remember when Mel Gibson in Forever Young saw it on TV when he was from like the 40s and he was like, whoa. Yeah, that's true. Know. Forever Young. <laughs> I also remember Mike Myers and So I Married an Axe Murder laying on a trunk at the foot of the bed working the thigh master <laughs> and then once her nuts walks in in like a negligee and the thigh master just goes flipping <laughs> off <laughs> the nice. thigh master. that's all i got for that's it. Like another good 90s yeah. movie right there yes honestly that's one of my favorite movies from the 90s is so i married an axe murderer which is woman whoa, whoa man whoa <laughs> man she was a thief you got to believe <laughs> she stole my heart and my cat. <laughs> Jane, get me off this crazy thing called love. <laughs> Mike Myers is great. That is my favorite Mike Myers movie. As much as I love Wayne's World and the early Austin Powers sure, film. Right. So I married an axe murderer. So my freshman year of high school, 1994 or five, it's been fall of 94. Uh, and this is actually the, I was in a play where I met your ex-wife. Oh, okay. And it was actually the night I met that I first talked to your ex-wife. I showed up to play practice early and there was one person sitting in the hallway. No one else was around. And I looked lost because I had just moved here and I didn't know anybody. And she took me under her wing. <laughs> and that night, the opening night of that show, everybody showed up and all of us had watched so I married an axe murderer <laughs> on HBO yeah. earlier that day, like between school and opening night at random. We had all seen the same movie and we were quoting the garbage out of it in the in the like the dressing rooms and stuff like the whole night. As yeah. soon as someone would walk off stage, they're like, heed pants. No, like. <laughs> that movie. <laughs> I swear that voice. He's like an orange on top of a toothpick. <laughs> It's like oh, Sputnik, man. round but round spherical but pointy at parts. <laughs> he cuts a puts in a dick of chemical in his chicken that makes you cream it fortnightly, smart arse. Like the 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 quotes in that movie out of context that make no damn sense. But the brilliance and like Mike Myers, Mike Myers playing himself and his own Scottish father. Right. The Scottish <laughs> yes. father was great. And the 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 chick from like Home Alone 2 playing his mother. It's just, it's just brilliant. 
start to back that and oh god phil hartman as the the alcatraz tour guide prison guard guy god rest his soul yeah. <laughs> they took turns pissing into the bitch's eyes you know <laughs> this way to the cafeteria that movie is one of my very favorite movies of all time and when you watch it it's you can't say it holds up the comedy holds up but that movie is 1990s to the i mean yeah. mike myers had garrick's bowl cut mm-hmm. from the 90s yep, like right. like, oh the, my gosh, like that. Yeah. the beatnik bars with like the poetry reading yep. like the beat poetry and all yeah. that like you're right it was quintessential 90s that right? movie shows you the style of the 90s that died in the 90s but yeah. yet still holds up in a in a very funny way god i love that movie oh i need to watch it right now <laughs> whoa man whoa man <laughs> Oh, man. Any parting shots that we need to take on that magnificent decade that we all sort of came of age in and Mike yeah. began collecting Social Security in? <laughs> but he I, never watched a single movie in? Seriously, what the hell? I loved the 90s. Those were my formative years, man. Yeah. The the 90s, I took a lot for granted because I graduated high school in 98. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it, it really, it's in college when you start realizing your pop culture heritage sure right you don't really appreciate it until you realize that oh crap i'm an adult now and i have to do stuff right you know (laughs) yep that's so i took the 90s completely for granted and so now when i find those like when i think of things like so mary so i married an axe murder or Mm -hmm. seven which Mm -hmm. i also saw that's a movie i saw with your ex wife (laughs) that like those were formative things for me mm. because they were like my first exposures to yeah pop that. culture in yeah. at at large yeah at large <laughs> yeah the 90s and, and i remember uh at my high school graduation our valedictorian gave a speech called children of the 90s and i'm like what the hell i was born in the 70s <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like well i mean for me when i thought of myself as a child i think of all the crap from the 80s yeah see i think 80s childhood but but yeah you're a child what the hell does your what the hell does yes. that actually mean to you well, it's you're in a bubble when you're a child exactly so it's still yeah when but when you get those you know the high school college years that's where the world at large starts to is, becomes available to yeah. you and you're like oh okay yeah and the 90s for sounds like for us yeah was that decade so mm-hmm. right. hell yeah the 90s good stuff yeah it was yeah it was i feel like a lot of our listeners can probably uh identify with our misty love for the 90s and honest to god i feel like the 90s are so overlooked in in general there's a lot of stuff nowadays that's just like you know uh nostalgic for the 90s and stuff like that but you look at the formative decades and you look at like the 50s post-world war ii everybody coming to their own the metallic shit rock and roll you look at the 60s war protests teenagers realizing we can be our own people and come Free to our love, own yeah. the 70s was like a lot of cocaine and flared <laughs> pants that didn't happen the a lot 80s, of sideburns yeah the 80s was a lot of rebirth in a lot of ways like a like a non-structural rebirth of culture in that was born out of like uh economic depression and stuff like that where a lot of things happened culturally to kind of fill in all the gaps left by the economic depression in the 90s was just bill clinton and a saxophone (laughs) i think it's good to stop and look back at the 90s and realize that 
the 90s were what really set the stage for everything to be as crappy as it is now. And we <laughs> owe it. True. We owe it. In the 90s, we took all the wrong turns. <laughs> we did. But they were damn great at the time. And led us to the 2020s. Yeah, that's right, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Won't you join us on Discord by going to betterkind.com and clicking on the Discord link and tell us what your favorite things from that. Tell us your favorite song, your favorite movie, your favorite TV show, all your favorite crap from the 90s. Join us on Discord and tell us that because we want to hear it. Uh, go to wherever you get the podcast and give us a nice little review so that we can find more listeners just like you. And in the meantime, I'm Corey. Over there's Mike. Nighty night. Over there's Howie. I'm out. And over there is Pooped Out Garrick. Oh. Okay, I'm good now. All right, finished. We <laughs> Thanks. And that is Jelly. Oh, man. 